0: Hello and welcome to episode 208 of the Ram Nintendo Podcast. I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Angel. And, and
0: I'm Kevin. You are. We for, <laughs> Okay, for, I'm not so sure. I would hope you are, because we were under the impression Kevin would be joining us. So if you're not Kevin, we have a problem. Let me check my ID. Okay, while well, you do that, I'll explain where run you A round right there, too! So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's been years. Oh I am, I am Kevin. Okay, there we go. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been years since you've been on. But we used to every so often have a third chair, and it was usually you. And now mm. here you are, third chairing again. I guess. I, I don't have much else to say about you. Anyway, so, Jason, Anyways, so I this started. episode,
1: boys <laughs> not, to men, we're talking about what?
0: Yeah, so okay, so in this episode, Angel's already kind of spoiling the fun, but yeah, yeah we're calling this let, episode... Let me butcher Jason. Hold team on, in hold here. on. We, <laughs> I don't know about this we stuff. We <laughs> are call... You're calling this episode boys to men? Oh yeah, no, yeah. I said. No, just... no, okay, I said Jason's calling a boys let's, to let's men. Let's back it up. It's not boys to men. You guys are both wrong. This is what happens when you get third chair. is chaos. No, it's called game boys to men. Because we're talking, I can't say what yeah, We're talking about um, the 30th anniversary of the Game Boy. This episode, specifically North American release. I don't think I've is... ever
1: heard a Boys To Men song.
0: I were they popular? I... In the early 90s. Yeah, Shortly they're... after 90s the Game Boy 80s. came out, uh, I think early 90s, maybe oh, late okay. 80s.
1: Before Vanilla Ice, I was born in 93. So
0: it was um, during in Vanilla Ice. It was in the Vanilla Ice era, if you will. Hmm. But they didn't have a Ninja Turtle movie song. If you're trying to figure that part out but anyway yeah so we're talking about the third anniversary they have been on the soundtrack they could have been they could have been it's very very much in the real possibility but yeah so besides talking about boys to men and their discography or lack thereof or what they're on or what they're not we're also talking about third anniversary of the game boy uh here in the states and it's the same age as at least two of us at this table me and angel uh
1: speak for yourself hey
0: you're a month away not even same year. It's like a month same and a few year. weeks. Same, year. same, same weeks. year. Yeah, I am not thirty. Point is, the point <laughs> will be soon. The point is, like it's interesting that it's turning thirty. We're turning or already turned thirty. So we're gonna kind of look at not just what Game Boy meant to us as kids, but like what gaming means to us now as adults by comparison. Um, and besides that, we also have impressions of Hero and Smash Bros. We have a breakdown in towns like financials, some new Switch game announcements we're sharing, impressions of some smaller releases like my Switch Force collection and Astro Bears plus Pokemon Go plus who knows what else. So. There's a lot. There's timestamps for Um and under this video, if you're listening to us on YouTube. But let's start with that milestone. Let's talk about Boys to Men. Let's talk about uh, the Game Boy. Um, uh, they Boys to Men is that "I'll Make Love
2: to You" song, right? Correct. Really? Yeah. Wow. Boys to Men is mainly played think, in the bedroom. Yes.
1: I guess it's not really ringing any bells, but uh... much like our podcast, I like this <laughs> the first play. Th- hey,
2: girl, let me just put the random Nintendo podcast on real quick, to get you in the mood. <laughs> I think the, exactly.
1: I think the first time I ever heard the word "boys to men" was when our friends were making fun of our other friend's coat that he wore. At Tennothbury Farm, he wore like oh, a lab coat Jedi, I Oh, his thing. Jedi, robes. No, 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 it wasn't Jedi robe. It looked like a lab coat, but it had like kanji on the back of it.
0: Oh, right, the super long. He wore once. Yeah, he never
1: wore it again after, after that. We called it "Boys to Men" or something. I, yeah, I said to man that to I said
0: that too, uh The reason I'm, for people listening, I said that to his girlfriend. She laughed at his face, saying, "Never wore it again." <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: Yeah, same thing with a Jedi robe, "Boys to Men" is usually the punchline of a joke nowadays.
0: Yeah, or of a great.
2: Debatable. Great. Pun. Yeah, debatable.
0: Um, but yeah, let's start with actually talking about the, the other half of the pun, the Game Boy. Um, show a hand, Wait, no, show of hands doesn't work. We're on audio. Um, show of mouth. Show of voice. Who owned the actual original Game Boy? Like the brick? Because I didn't. I didn't. My, my cousin did.
1: And yeah, what about you? Same, same deal. I played it through my cousin.
0: <laughs> same, <laughs> do you share a cousin? Is it the same cousin? No, but. but that um, we know. So what was your actual first. Game Boy? Like, what, what was what was your Game Boy? What games did you get? Like, what... I feel like it was basically that, to that one, because
1: they... My cousin pretty much let me borrow it all, like, the entire time that I would go, like, to Mexico. And back then, when I would go to Mexico growing up, we would go for, like, almost three to four weeks sometimes, and he would just give us his Game Boy, and we only had Kirby's Adventure on it, so that's, like, all we would play, and we would just, like, beat the hell out of the game, basically. Yeah. And... Yeah, eventually we got our own Game Boy Color. That was like, mine's the Novices, it's Pokemon. You know, those nice Costco Sam's Club packs that come with the strategy guide and yep. the carrying case. Yeah, that's and where I got mine. And everything.
0: Again, are you the same person? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't get
1: a strategy guide out of it. I just got a purple Game Boy yeah, Color. Then, you know, then you get your Game Boy Advances. We didn't get SPS or Micro. That's kind of where it stopped. But
3: yeah.
2: hmm. What about you, Calen? Uh Yeah, I didn't have a Game Boy. Uh, my cousin did. He lives in the house right behind us. Uh, so... Just uh, head on over, play a little Tetris. I think Tetris was the only game that he had. Oh, they come bundled
0: with it, so that makes sense.
2: I vaguely remember playing Kirby, but net, but like being terrible at video games when I was four. It's crazy like, because just, that game
1: that like you could just fly over the entire stage. Yeah, you. when you're four, old, you don't know. Yeah, but fly. when I'm four no, no, years no. old, <laughs> when
2: I'm four years old, I'm not thinking about the the hacks. Of, no, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then eventually got a, a, a Game Boy Color, purple, I think. Uh, Gold and Silver were my first games and yeah got uh, Advanced SP and then after that well I mean that was the end of the Game Boy line so
0: yeah
1: yeah pretty much no Micro for you? no micro I got a
0: Micro but Nintendo gave it to me I didn't buy it Micros are really mm-hmm. rare nowadays apparently are. Like, yeah. I love the Micro the Micro like I was going to talk about my first Game Boy but first the Micro is awesome I'm just saying it's it's very small like the screen is he literally carried that
1: around everywhere I so, had it in my
0: pocket at all times so the only no, reason that I never I, got into
2: the, into the um, micro was because uh, text was a huge issue apparently on it or not that it was a huge it, issue it was but small. like it wasn't like text was really small was so crazy. I mostly
0: <laughs> played they sent me the micro and then like a week later separately for unclear reasons sent me Donkey Kong Country 3 you'd think they'd put them in the same package but anyway um, double shipping uh, so I mostly played platformers on it and stuff that wasn't text heavy and it was great for that it was super like nice and compact it feels really good the build quality like by Nintendo standards, especially at that time, was way better. It had, like, a metal frame and stuff. But, yeah, I could see, like, if you tried to play, like, say, Golden Sun on there. Yeah, that, or, like, that was the thing. Or, one of the manas, thing. it would not Golden Sun had
2: those those super long passwords. Exactly. And then just trying to put those in on the micro-eye just seems like a nightmare. Yeah. I'm sure some people yeah. did it, but they got more hard than I do. face did because... plates, though.
0: Like, maybe passwords are hard, but you can make it look like camouflage or neon or denim. I think they had a denim Yeah, on the, so the micro was,
2: was underrated. It was, I yeah. feel I feel like the, the 2DS is the micro of uh, the DS lifespan. I
0: think to some extent it is, but the 2 dss build quality is in a totally different direction. Like, the, the micro is, like, they almost aspired for it to be, like, a fashion item, which was kind of strange. Like, I remember all the ad campaigns were like, oh, it's like, look at my cool accessory, my micro, it matches my outfit. And then the 2DS is, like, you could throw it at a kid's face and you will probably be okay and it will probably be okay.
1: That's pretty much what the new 3DS...
0: The new 2DS XL?
1: No, the new 3DS. The one with the interchangeable face. The one that I got mm-hmm. a, e, Where did I get? At Fry's. I think I got it the same night. The... Didn't you also get one, Kevin, the same day that I did? You got like a, a new 3DS, the one with the Mario print
2: for... Oh, Black Friday, right? Yeah, Black Friday. No, I don't think... No. I I just got one of the new uh, 3DSs. But...
1: Uh, well, that one... I don't one... remember you buying one. No, that no. One. no I got oh, one. It's in the other room. Obis uses oh, it to be... <laughs> It's a journey. but I wish like there were just more faceplates easily available for us. Like, you would have to go through the Nintendo website, and yeah, they didn't have the biggest election. Then you look at Japan, and it's like they were drowning in them. Like, that pretty much was like what the micro was. It at that is point. a
0: good example of Nintendo never giving up on an idea, which is my favorite thing to talk about because like micro didn't do well, faceplates for whatever, and then like what if we did it again, but with the system that's actually doing well, and then proceeded to not actually release a plates. But they never... We'll see faceplates again. Wait for the Switch Pro or something. Yeah, I thought they had one for being
1: a 3DS ambassador or some kind of ambassador or something. The like faceplate? Like, in Japan, in you Japan got... yeah. you Japan. got a faceplate for being an ambassador, which yeah. Yeah. sounds like a nice little, like, subtle brat, like just slap it on your 3DS and everywhere you yeah. take it. It's like, oh, yours doesn't look like mine. But it also doesn't look like cool great. a personalization thing, and that's something yeah.
0: that, like, I feel like Nintendo's handhelds in general and Game Boy really pioneered it was really good at, like, make it yours, like, make it your own. Oh, we didn't mute your computer, but <laughs> make it your own. Do your, you know, like, do your own thing. We have, like, every time they come out with Game Boys or now DSs or 3DSs or Switches, there's all these different colors. And that was, like, prior to that, I feel like... I guess they were kind of borrowing from Walkman, actually, because Walkman did that, too. I feel like, like they had all the different... Uh, I'm not like, as Walkman, old as you. What is a Walkman? So you, I'm I'm, so I'm do, jerking. Do you I'm know, jerking. Like, when, when you listen to music, but it's on, like, Physical tape. Oh, the thing <laughs> Star-Lord had. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't Walkman. It's my, my dad owns a Walkman. But, yeah, I feel like they kind of borrowed it from that. Like, real, I mean, honestly, the Game Boy name was ripped off from Walkman, too. Walkman, Game Boy. Um, I remember some... Did you never piece that together, now? <laughs> 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 you didn't think about that? That's I what never I thought, thought that. about yeah, that. Yeah, they're putting they're no. on the... The same way they ripped off Apple's design for the Wii and the DS Lite, they ripped off the Walkman trend for Game Boy. And some execs at Nintendo of America, I remember reading at one point didn't think the name would work because they thought it would be too, like, oh, it's too, like, gender-specific and kind of patronizing because they're boys, not men. It should be manned And then Japan's like, no, no, no. Let's just do it. And then, well, $118 million later, history me <laughs> But, yeah, my first Game Boy, um, to go back to that, was the Pocket, which I think I got for my sixth birthday or something like that. And, like, my parents kind of hooked me up game-wise. I had Donkey Kong Land 1 and 2. I had Kirby's Dream Land 2 the donkey Kong with the yellow banana cartridge naturally uh i had bugs bunny crazy castle 2 and i had star wars return of the jedi so basically a bunch of some, sequels some heavy hitters there yeah there's some good ones and some weird ones it's a weird odd mix of things but um it's kind of like what you're saying how you're like too young to really appreciate some of it like when when i was a little kid like anything was fun like i would do the same level of star wars over and over again never get past it and not care
1: yeah, there was a bullet game I really enjoyed that I used to. Own. I probably still do somewhere. It was like a supposedly 64 games in one kind of deal, mm-hmm. but it was really just nine games and the rest of them are just like the titles go all the way to 64, but it just repeats. <laughs> so like after game number 9, yeah. game number 10 it's just game number 1 but with a different title. Mm-hmm. And they somehow came up with like six different titles for each. But um, yeah, there was the Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle was in there. That's- it, was, so
0: you can back me up on this. It was Actually, an, a really fun game.
1: Yeah, it was interesting. It was weird how your Bugs Bunny going around killing everybody.
0: So, yeah. So for those who haven't played it or Kevin, I don't know if you know anything about it. Murderer's Rage. It's, uh, what? Bugs Bunny, hmm? Murderer's Rage. Yeah, essentially. It's, so basically, he's locked in this castle, this crazy castle, and he's trying to get out. And in Japan, it actually was Roger Rabbit, not Bugs Bunny, which is a weird <clears> licensing <throat> switch around. But, um, yeah, the whole premise was you can't jump. You can just go around and, like, hit enemies. You can't jump as Bugs, Bugs Bunny? Nope. Or as Roger Ooh. Rabbit. Two creatures. Yeah, that. No for jumping. No for their hops. <laughs> like, they can't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the whole process is kind of almost like the Mario versus Donkey Kong games, except you didn't have little minions behind you or mini Marios. You just had you. But you're navigating these kind of, like, Donkey Kong arcade-style levels, just trying to avoid enemies yeah, and get to the Yeah, you can't touch door. anyone.
1: You have to... Yeah push anvils on top of people when they
0: lined up perfectly right under you. So it's kind of more of like a, pla- a puzzle game than a normal platformer. Mm. And that actually is pretty fun. I, like, I would be down with them doing some sort of reboot of it for like, you know, five, six bucks on the eShop or something. That's like way cool. too much for that that's game. That's way too much. <laughs> I, mean, no, the I think got, so. The levels got more interesting and complicated.
1: Uh, I, I played a lot of it, and then I also went back to revisit it around college times, and I'm like, it, oh, it didn't really age that well. Oh, that's too bad. Same thing with this Godzilla game that was also part of that bundle that I thought was amazing when I was a little kid but it's actually pretty terrible so
0: (laughs) yeah how did they do Godzilla on Game Boy what's the uh, it
1: it was really weird you play like a tiny little Godzilla and I guess you're just like climbing up vines and and you're shooting you're just punching other monsters with like a fireball but the fireball is just a giant fist Hmm. and that's pretty much it interesting it's like a less interesting version version of Crazy Castle but I liked it more because it was Godzilla right until, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say, like, obviously, none of those games I listed off, like, oh my first Game Boy games were, like, my favorite Game Boy games. I mean, the Donkey Kongs were good. Kirby was fine, but, like, I did enjoy them at the time. And, you know, as time went on, oh, I don't yeah. know what, like, there's it, a, lot
1: of, they had a lot of really good games. Yeah.
0: Like, Super Mario Land, I got that later on, really liked. Obviously, uh, Wario Land was a great Mario Land thing. 2.
1: Yeah. Um, Donald Duck going quackers. Pokemon. Was really good.
0: Obviously, Pokemon, that got start there. Yep. Um, but then, hmm. like, people say that it's the
2: 30th anniversary of. Of uh, the Game Boy, but technically it's also the 30th anniversary of
0: Tetris. Of Tetris in a mainstream western way. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I, I would say, like, the interesting thing about Tetris to me is obviously the game existed without Nintendo. And obviously the game could continue to exist without Nintendo, and has continued to exist. But and, you know, if Nintendo didn't publish it and put it on Game Boy, someone else would have found it, and someone else would have published it. But I would say it would not have the Cultural impact it had if it, wasn't if it was not for, for, for Game because yeah, <laughs> it you know it was bundled with it. It's like there's a story that, that goes that like you know in the late 80s they brought it over from the Soviet Union, yeah. showed it at CES, six different publishers were all vying for it, and then Nintendo kind of backdoored their way in to get it. But um, yeah, it's it, it it defined the Game Boy as much as the Game Boy defined it in and, a way.
2: And that like, I guess that skin is what we would call it nowadays. Hmm. Like that's iconic. Like oh yeah yeah.
0: Like, yeah,
2: it's... Tetris Effect, I believe, uh, has that skin. Uh, I, believe you, I believe you could unlock it I uh, think Tetris... during, like, a weekend. Uh, or, oh, or, you or, mean Tetris 99. No, no, no. Tetris Effect on the, uh, the, the oh, PS4. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it just recently got released on PC. I've been meaning to play that. Uh, but I believe there was a, one of the very first weekends, like, if you played enough, you unlocked that. Like classic skin, and the I know green they, tint. yeah, with the green tint and everything. And I, I know that they also released it for Tetris 99. Yeah, so
0: Tetris 99, same deal. Yeah, so if, if you had one weekend, you could go get it. And like I'm
2: sure, event. I'm sure Tetris DS also probably had that skin somewhere in there. Yeah, in the
0: game. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tetris DS was great because it really married like the Nintendo history, because Tetris is part of Nintendo history, whether yeah. or not they want to call it a Nintendo game, and it really brought that idea. Uh,
2: That wasn't a Nintendo-developed game, was it? It it was. Oh, it was? Yeah,
0: I think... um, I don't remember if they did it internally or through, like, intelligence systems or something like that, but it was definitely a Nintendo-owned company that put it together. Because at some point, EA got the license for Nintendo. Yeah. You mean for Tetris? Yeah, for Tetris. Yeah, they... Tetris Tetris jumped around a lot. Like, Sega at one point had it. EA had it. Um, EA lost it, I think. Or, no, EA has it for mobile. And now, like... Tetris effect so those guys have it. Well, simultaneously right. there's a new Battle Royale Tetris coming out on mobile, which is basically Tetris 99 plus 1. It's Tetris 100, I think. Yeah. But they're calling that I think Tetris Royale and that's going to be a separate license to a separate company. Hmm. So yeah, the Tetris Jesus. people really uh, spread the love, shall we say. <laughs> but yeah, it used to be much more like This is company, all about love. Game Boy really Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um yeah, I was going to say that like it just had a very good life. I don't know, do you guys have any like favorite Memories with the Game Boy because, like, I I weirdly do, but all my memories are about games I didn't have or couldn't get, which is kind of backwards. Like, you think I'd be like, Oh, I love, like, I remember playing on planes, that's fine, but I like distinctly remember, like, my friend showing me Pokemon Blue for the first time, be like, You gotta check this out. And he pulled out his Game Boy, and there it was, and that was like, Oh, that's the moment I'm hooked on Pokemon, but I didn't have it yet. Or, like, there was one time I went to go, this is when Game Boy Color was out, I went to go get a Mario game, and I was like, I'm gonna get Super Mario Land or Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. That sounds great like i distinctly remember this so i remember exactly what's where i was standing in the store what store i went to tell my mom that there's a problem with it but basically i went and bought it i got it i walk into sam Goody at that point after i got the game at kb toys like i know every detail it's like where were you in jfk shop? where were you when you mixed up mario's um and i look at the box in the corner it's just like for game boy color I'm like wait i don't have one of those and then my mom's like, "Here, let me see it." And she's like, reading the back. She's like, "Yeah, you can't play this." I'm like, "We, well, you know, I can't play this." And then I ended up preparing it for Super Mario Land, which you can play on a regular Game Boy. And that was probably the best Mario decision I've ever made because Mario Deluxe is just copy paste original Mario.
1: But it had cards.
0: Yeah, but you know what Mario Land had? Bouncing fireballs and desert themes and weird. Level they weren't enemies. fireballs, They were
1: rubber balls.
0: Yeah. Well, whatever. I thought thought it was dancing, dancing, bouncing fireballs, and I was like, eight. But point is ended up being a much more interesting game so like all my memories weirdly are that sort of or like I went to go buy the game Boy Color and I wanted the Pokemon Pikachu one special yellow edition. They didn't have yeah, it I had to get right. the turquoise one and I settled and now I'm very happy with it but I like
1: like I don't remember like oh my
0: god I got a game boy Color I remember oh I got the wrong color <laughs> So like I have these weird associations. I was not a fan of the turquoise one. I, I still do you not like it I think no it just
2: selling. I, I had the purple one. That I love that thing. The yeah. somewhat.
1: Indigo. Or, the, or no, 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 no Indigo or whatever yeah. they called it.
0: Mm-hmm. Which one did you have? No one. Oh, you also had the Indigo? Yeah. So I'm on man out here. Yeah. Wait, what color do you did. have? Gray or. Wait, well, you had a turquoise
1: on? one? Yeah. Wow, that's creepy because Eric also had the turquoise
0: one. And we look similar. Well, he still has it. No one knows who we're talking about on this recording except us, but I have a friend that looks. We have a friend that looks like me and has a lot of similarities to me, including the same Game Boy, apparently.
1: Think like the better version
0: of Jason. Yeah, it's really I mean, much... that's debatable, but... Nah, it's... Not, <laughs> no, it's not, no contest on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, besides... Okay, besides so my... Can we, so can what we share was... our
1: memories now? Because remember... That's yeah. what I was about to say, yeah. Because I, I was a little thrown on I'm wait, didn't he just ask us? But and then, then he I started, immediately started yeah. saying it.
0: Yeah, I, but what was yours? Or are yours?
1: Well, I don't have a photographic memory like you do, so... I mean... Mine I... was traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I remember, like... It's like, we would take these, we would visit, like, family, like, by car, like, that lived, like, a little over, like, an hour away. And back then, like, growing up, like, those felt like three-hour drives, even though it was really just one hour. Like, nowadays, like, an hour drive is, like, nothing. Yeah. But back then, it felt like an eternity. And I remember just beating, like, Donald the and Quackers, like, by street light and just being having to be, like, oh, man, like, all right, here comes the light. All right, I get to move, like, two feet. And then I have to stop because I can't see anymore.
0: Is every memory of ours actually a bad memory about the
1: game? Boy? Well, I mean, not nostalgic, but I remember well, yeah. because of that, I eventually got like the magnifying glass with the light and like all these like doohickeys and then like the oh, grip. And like, it pretty much looked like the Game Boy Switchblade, <laughs>
0: like Swiss Army Knight. Yeah,
1: like it, I mean, it made playing games amazing. Like it was really nice seeing the screen nice and big and actually lit, but
0: AF. Yeah. I uh, I never actually bought any of those because even back then I was like no nah, it's not official it's not Nintendo it's the same mm. reason I played Smash Bros I've said this on the show before same reason I played Smash Bros on Wii with the Wii Mo and nunchuck for the first year I'm like no this is not actually to do it.
1: one of my I played it
0: like that that's it was, that was a fine way to play it it was <laughs> fine <laughs> but it wasn't the best
2: it was oh absolutely no it Yeah, was... it was okay it got the don't job. get me wrong it was the absolute worst way of, <laughs> of, of, of playing Brawl but yeah. Uh, I think I'd rather just play with the with the Wiimote by itself than have really? it to to check. I mean, I, that's how I played it a lot. Hmm. But, uh... actually, what are your
0: Game Boy memories though?
2: Are you done with your? Oh, memories?
1: sorry. Oh no, on. I going to say like. I think like one of them just came back to me like from it was maybe like one or two years ago, but we played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire because I have that on Game Boy Color. have a tweet about this. And I, can pull I it right now. I don't remember who I was playing with, but we actually ended up getting the million. And it was me.
0: Was it you? I have a tweet <laughs> yeah, of the screenshot that, of us winning. That, that's, uh-huh. that's why you don't remember it. Yeah, you blacked it out.
1: I was honestly going to say I was like pretty sure it was with Nigel, our other friend. But I think
0: it was... You know what? You might have challenged me to do it separately but I was sitting in this room after a podcast recording and I beat it and I thought you were playing alongside me but maybe you weren't. I don't know. Maybe you just challenged me but I did beat it. You did beat it? Yeah. Oh, I have a screenshot on well, that's Twitter. Good. I will find the tweet. Why did
1: someone beat it? Well, I remember someone beating it I mean, I guess because it's you, I guess. That makes it now an okay memory, but...
0: It was great, now it's okay, I'll take it. It's better yeah. than bad. It's
1: just, better than just, how you feel about just, the Wiimote nunchuck just... control scheme. <laughs> Man, I should have the buried. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, well, you can. You'll suppress that memory soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, probably getting my first Tetris was, was pretty intense when you were four years old. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: Your first Tetris? Yeah. Like the
0: actual yeah. clearing of...
1: Oh, I yeah. thought you yeah. meant like, just getting the game, but I uh, do you mean actually getting a Tetris?
0: No, no, just... Dropping those Tetriminos. Yeah. Tetriminos? Um, I don't know how I you think, actually I pronounce it. it. Yeah.
2: I remember because my mom <laughs> was, like, over my shoulder just, just like, telling me how to play the game. I, I have no idea how she knew how to play Tetris <laughs> when <laughs> she never liked video games, but she was like, oh, yeah, put that piece in there and put... I mean, Tetris isn't that hard of a game to figure out, yeah. like, if you're watching the screen, so, but... Yeah, she was guiding me through my first Tetris, and that was
0: nice. I would argue Tetris was the first Blue Ocean game that Nintendo published. It was the first game that appealed to people that weren't gamers in a really meaningful way. Like, in a way that actually
1: affected first the technology directly. What's that game called? Candy Pop? Candy Soda? Candy Crush. So, candy Crush, Candy, Crush, yeah. candy Pop yeah. Candy Soda. <laughs> well, I never played it, so... My mom still plays that game. Oh, wow, She's, like, in really?
2: level 3,700, and... Wow. How are they... Has she well, tried, the randomly uh... generated, I'm guessing... Or, I have no idea. Or because, did someone actually think like, all right,
1: let's make number four thousand five hundred and twenty nine. I don't.
2: So I don't know how that game works, but like she was like, oh look at the level I'm on. She's like five hundred levels from the last time that she showed me. And I was like, can I see the level select screen? And it's like just on one screen you probably get maybe twenty levels. And I was just scrolling for minutes. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't oh. end. I you think should, they just uh, keep
0: adding. You should see if she likes Doctor Mario World. It's kind of a similar setup. No, I think.
2: I think my mom just one and done with, uh, with with Candy Crush Saga. Aside from that, I this is a, another negative uh, memory. It's I remember weird how they're all negative. <laughs> I remember the day that my that my purple Game Boy Color died. Uh, my dad plays plays a. I mean, I guess double A baseball is what okay. you would call it. Yeah, and uh, you know, always take the Game Boy just to keep yourself entertained because you don't know, really appreciate the game baseball when you're when you're what six seven eight somewhere Mm -hmm. around there Mm -hmm. uh and there was this sand pit i remember laying the game boy down because i was gonna go play with some friends in the sand pit and then at some point i totally forgot about it uh later my mom asked me oh where's your game boy i was like oh it's oh it's in the sand pit so i go over and i find it and just like shaking a little bit you can hear the sand in there i don't know how any sand got on it because work. when I picked it up there was yeah. actually no sand on it but you could hear the sand in it oh no and uh yeah that's how that's how my my Game Boy Color died <laughs>
0: happy anniversary Game Boy did you ever Network. try to open
2: it and like see what was wrong with it oh no I wasn't I wasn't savvy oh yeah enough had the time mean, to to, time to do that I do remember playing did you have it? <sighs> no but I recently found my my Pokemon Gold mm
3: hmm, hmm.
2: Oh, and when when I was working at Fry's Electronics, uh, I gave it to one of my coworkers because she uh, repairs systems and like mod systems, yeah, uh-huh. like for fun. And I gave it to her because I didn't have a Game Boy Color. She was like, "Oh yeah, don't worry, I have a I have a couple." And the battery was still working in oh, the, there, in safe the file file was still there? Yeah, so my save file was still there. Wow. And like, I asked her what like my, well, my six Pokemon were, and she was like, oh, I, I
0: I don't remember." I never got around to talking to her about it again. Yeah, we. Pokemon Gold and Silver, Silver in my case, is like one of my possibly all time favorite Game Boy games. Like, we yeah. years ago, like six years ago, did a uh, extra on the site, Flashback, we called it, Volume 2 specifically, um, all about Game Boy. And we each picked two games that were favorites. And is Pokemon Silver for me and Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. And then I think for you, it was like. Two Kirby's? Yeah, Tilt and Tumble and Dream Land. But yeah, like Silver, it was just, it was like the perfect sequel. I mean, it added color, which was fine, but it was just like. The time of day stuff, the expansion of the world. The fact that you afterwards, like, surprise, the whole other Panther yeah, region's yeah, in there. The, like, it was it was so good. I remember getting
2: that for, for Christmas. My, you know, it was on my, my Santa's list. Yeah. Uh, and then I opened up a present. It was like, what was it? I think it was like Christmas lights. I was like, what is this? My parents <laughs> like, no, open it, open it. And like, open it, and there's gold and silver. I'm like, yeah, awesome. That's cool. I duped my parents into buying me
0: two versions of pretty much the same game <laughs> now they sell right. them as double packs it's some sort of thing that people should buy like the new pokemon the last few generations they've been like hey get a double pack we'll give you a hundred pokeballs with him like but what? Mm-hmm. who's gonna actually play through both of them a lot of I people guess, or maybe
1: it's way more common than you think then, yeah. it's
0: probably the same people that don't like the pokedex being shortchanged in Sword and shield i would guess like the diehards probably I, I'm totally fine with that, but I'm, I'm also not a, a Pokemon. I heard the last
2: Pokemon game that I played was Diamond and Pearl, so, oh, so it's been really it's been a while since it. I've been, yeah. yeah.
0: What were your favorite Game Boy games? I just rattled off ours.
2: Uh, I remember playing a lot of the first Spider-Man movie game on Game Boy. Oh, you know what? I think that uh, was it's DS. Isn't no, it? no, no, no. It's My game bad. Man? That's the Advanced SP. Still
1: counting. I
2: think. I think the. Spider-Man got packaged in with my Game Boy Advance SP uh, Weirdly enough when I was maybe about 13 I somehow found a copy of Wario Land
0: 4 Oh, that's a good game That's also Game Boy Advance <laughs> No, that's... Or oh, are you thinking yeah. 3 or 2 don't. I don't, I don't remember which one it was but, So but it might be 1 because 1 is holding def- up it, the Wario it, 3 it, on it de- his hand It
2: definitely wasn't 1 okay. because it was the Wario Land where Excuse me It did not take place in a
1: pyramid, right? Did they take place inside a pyramid? No. So oh, okay. then it's not four. Then so yeah, so it's the, not
2: four. Okay. So I think it's one. The this. final boss was a giant clown. Spoilers, man. Why people haven't that played it in scared
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> The crap out of me. It's
1: uh, definitely not four.
0: I think it's.
2: It, it was definitely a Game Boy Color game. Oh, that's well, it's two or three. Two or three? Yeah, because yeah, so the the
0: original two. Wario um, was Game Boy original.
2: He had no health points in the game. I'll and, like, the objective that. of the game was you were essentially supposed to get hit to traverse the level. So there would be, there would be these blocks that uh-huh. could only be uh, destroyed by being on fire. So you had to find a fire enemy. And
0: then once you oh. got hit by him, you would
2: burst into flames and then you would slowly walk over to those
0: blocks to like destroy yes, him. Yes. That was I want and he also could become a zombie and stuff, right? Was that that one? I believe so. I, I think don't that remember. That was much of it. three. That but, was three. You could was also three? do oh, that yeah,
1: in so. You could also do that in four, but that was also
0: But that's on Game Yeah. So we could at least rule that one out. <laughs> but
2: yeah. yeah. No, so that, that game was really fun. It was The wirelands are really good. Really I wish they would bring really it back. Challenging at, at some points. Uh yeah, gold gold and silver pretty much
0: dominated my entire yeah, life when, yeah. when those games came out. You know, I think, honestly, like, we've talked about our individual Game Boy anecdotes and whatnot, but, like, you don't really think about the fact, because, you know, Gold and Silver, Pokemon is all because of Game Boy. Like, Pokemon wouldn't exist without Game Boy. Like, the impact of Game Boy is so much bigger than just Game Boy. Like, Pokemon, like Pikachu, like, all that would not exist without Game Boy, because the whole premise of how they created Pokemon was these two guys who made the series, like, we want to capture the idea of what bug catching feels like. And then we want to be able to have people share, like, swap bugs with one another, like, code real bugs. So to do that, you need a link cable, and that was a Game Boy feature. And the idea of bug catching was you can go out in the world and kind of catch them as you go, which yeah. is what a handheld can provide. So if there was no Game Boy, because I don't think any other system had a link cable, we would not have Pokemon. Like, obviously, it superseded Game Boy significantly now, but like, it's kind of crazy to think like the impact of Game Boy is just, oh, it was the first handheld. Oh, Nintendo sold 118 million, whatever, whatever. It actually led to literally the possibly single biggest. One of the single big, biggest media franchises out there now. I know it doesn't... How, how would I put
2: this? Hmm. Would the Nintendo DS ju- be just as successful if it was called the Game Boy DS? You know, I don't honestly think it would. I think the soft... You don't think the name, uh, I think like th- the brand recognition of Game Boy?
1: It would right to the Wii U. I it would definitely would have done better if it wasn't called the Wii U.
0: Yeah, but that's going in the opposite direction. I know, yeah. But yeah. No, I think... The Wii U was an anomaly, like... Well, the are just bad at naming... I mean, they're not AT&T bad at naming things. You hear about AT&T's, like, seven different <laughs> TV streaming services in now offer. Do you also
2: follow uh, Dieter Braun I I retweeted him, in oh, fact, yeah. Jesus, that...
0: Yeah, it's so bad. AT&T's it's like crazy. it's like you can have AT&T Watch, AT&T Watch Now, AT&T TV, AT&T something else. I can pull up the list It's very really bad. Uh well,
2: yeah, DirecTV Now is being Yeah, they're renaming it. To, yeah. So it's the list is HBO Max, HBO Now, HBO Go. Here we go, ready. DirecTV. These are all services that exist today that are all owned by AT&T
0: and all independent. So, TV, DirecTV, DirecTV Now, AT&T Watch TV, AT&T TV, AT&T tv now hbo now hbo go hbo max max go what's Max (laughs) Go? i don't know if he just made that one up it doesn't say but (laughs) i'm just reading his tweet dude i don't know (laughs) but it uh yeah it's nintendo's not quite that bad at naming but they're close but yeah no i think for ds game boy i don't know if their whole blue ocean attracting people that wouldn't normally play would work if you call it game boy because they're trying to purposely sever it Uh to be like hey this is a Device with a touchscreen. You've never played a touchscreen before. We can have Brain Age, but I don't know how many like moms in their fifties are going to be like, "Let me play Brain Age on my Game Boy DS." Like it kind of yeah, has that, yeah, separation. that They might. That demi- that? They yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they could probably tap in a little to the nostalgia. Of, oh, I remember playing Tetris on my original Game Boy, but that's nowhere near as big as just being like, "Let me play it on this arbitrary, like, randomly called DS thing." Because even great. the Nintendo name was kind of buried. It was often just DS. Like, yeah. that was the big part of the logo. But, but I do think we wouldn't have. DS in the way we do, if we didn't have Game Boy in the way we did. Oh, I, yeah, I was just absolutely. me in terms of like that's how they built their handheld. I mean, like. Well, weren't that f-
1: supposed to be like, oh, DS is going to be like our third pillar, not to really they said interrupt that it was, it was game Boy It's damage control. Like, because right.
0: they didn't know if the, the DS was a big gamble, so they didn't know what the outcome would be. So it's like, well, we'll keep Game Boy going. That's why they did the micro. It's like, well, if DS fails, we can be like, look, in the Game Boy.
1: That's how the 3DS is still going, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah, the 3DS. Well, the 3DS is weird. I don't know what they're doing at this point. They're just writing out, like, it's selling nothing. They sold half a million units this past quarter. We'll get to financial there, but they sold half a million units, oh, um, goody. which is which is not a big number at all. They sold two million, less than two million games. Well, when everybody has one already, yeah, yes, yeah. and it's just like tapering off. But they seem they're not releasing any new games, but they're selling two million of something. So they're they, just evergreening it. About
2: two months ago, they they uh, released Persona
0: Q Two. That's I think the last game really wow or one of the very last I'm gonna go down a history of the
1: last game yeah
0: i feel like atlas games somehow always end up being the last game on a nintendo handheld like i'm pretty sure an etrian odyssey was like last on ds or something like that uh, maybe yeah, I, another person wouldn't be surprised yeah, if uh, yeah. Even yeah. etrian
2: odyssey was was the last game on the, on the original ds yeah
0: but um but no what i was gonna have with like game boy and how it relates to ds is like i don't just mean obviously wait that wait, etrian hmm? odyssey is sega no it's not well sega like and atlas are one company
1: but I think it's, it's true Atlas. True that, but, I but, think it's but Atlas
0: Alice publishes by themselves, too. Yeah, no, I think I think it's yeah. Atlas, actually, in honesty. At least originally. They might have switched it to the second when they bought them.
1: We'll never know. Google.
0: Someone Google it and shout we'll into your into your computers to us, or your headphones. But no, well, I'll, I'll finish my point while you look that up. Um, what I was going to say about Game Boy versus DS, or how Game Boy led to DS, is I don't just mean, obviously, Nintendo, like, they made a handheld, then they made another, and then they made another, but I feel like they learned very early on with Game Boy and this lesson is something we still see with everything Nintendo does today that it's not about raw power. Like, for the consoles for a while, Nintendo's like, oh, we have to keep one up. It's all about the specs, it's all about the stats. So you go NES, Super NES, N64, GameCube. But if you look at the handhelds, right out of the gate, you had a weird single color green tinted screen. I hate it when Jesus right. What? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it's, it I'm Atlas. telling you, it's Atlas. Mm. Um, but yeah, do you have like, you know, that weird single car tinted screen against the game gear, which was full color and 16 bit and Game Boy was eight bit. We have a, against... we have a friend that had the game gear. Uh, how was that? As a Matthew, Matthew had, oh. no, we, we couldn't play, we couldn't find any double A batteries to, mm. to power the thing. And when you plug them in, how long did it last? Like 20 minutes? Cause the game... I think it went for like 30, 30 to an hour, right? Maybe. What, what, I don't know. What was Jeez. the advertised? I think it was an hour. But the, the thing I was going to say is because Game Boy, maybe it had weaker specs. We know how, th- how long that thing would last? 30 hours. That was yeah. the quoted time. And I think um, what Nintendo realized as they did this with Game Boy and then with Game Boy Color, where they barely did an upgrade, they were like, we'll make it Color. Um, and then eventually with DS and Wii, Do you remember the, the Color Game Boy? Versus the Game Boy Color? Yeah.
2: What? So so people were clamoring for a Game Boy in Color. Oh. And yes, then Nintendo, somewhere... Nintendo was like, "No, yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you a Game Boy in color," and it was literally called the the Color Game Boy, which was just a Game Boy in different colors. Yeah, it was part of
0: the pockets. Was it? Yeah, really. It's part of, in the U.S. They marketed it as the pocket line, but because mm-hmm. they came out with the silver pocket, then they did like the colors. Oh, yellow, I thought red. the pocket and the
2: and the color were. I think they're I think they're one of the same. I might mm-hmm.
0: be wrong. But um, it, lock it, put it in your pocket. Sure, but the thing I was getting at with the Game Boy DS thing, just want to finish that thought real quick. Is um they realized. Power doesn't matter for what they want to do. It's about the experience. Well, yeah, just look at DS and PSP. Exactly, but the the roots of or that. Or Vita and 3 ds But the yeah, roots man. of or like the <laughs> Switch versus oh, that was the next yeah. console though. Versus yeah. If, if they had brought <laughs> over the
1: orange one from Japan, I would have definitely bought in it.
0: Or but even like today, Switch versus PS4 versus Xbox One. Like always, this whole mentality Nintendo first figured out and first sort of honed in on with the Game Boy because they had Game Gear, they had Atari Lynx, they had to go up against, and then they slaughtered them with a weaker system that theoretically like you would think it would make sense to hold your controls on the left and right of the screen and look in the middle but Nintendo's like no try holding another they basically were like here's what you'll be doing with smartphones in 20 years but today Uh, but yeah so like they honed in on the experience the 30 hour battery all that is what actually matters to people and now that's their philosophy for everything so it's kind of interesting that Game Boy sort of paved the way for that when their consoles meanwhile were in like arms races for four generations so yeah that that's kind of why I was getting at with that but um, yeah I think I think there's a Game Boy we might have kind of hit everything but it is interesting that we kind of grew up alongside it like it's true of any obviously grew up alongside all the game stuff but like it's the exact same age as two of us at this table one in a month don't try and shortchange it as if you're not I'm not though it's six weeks actually I'm not six weeks six weeks you're Just staring at me. He's just staring at me. Um, but anyway, yeah, and it, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Like, gaming's gone through a lot as it's evolved in the last three years. Have, have how we approach games or how we game is that different for you guys now? Like, like what is it? What is gaming to you as an adult now versus what gaming was well, now? To as a you kid need an then? online connection to play games. That's even do. even
2: even
1: yeah for, for <laughs> single player
0: games yeah. But like, has, have you noticed like your habits with gaming are very different? Cause or anything like that, because I know for me it's pretty different.
1: I mean, now I feel bad
0: for playing a lot versus back then. I wouldn't. I think that's part of it. Yeah. yeah, that's part of it too. I think. I think for me, like, I think I just have less patience. Like, it's not just a time thing, but it's like I was saying earlier. When I was a kid, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll just play the same level forever. I'm fine." And now it's like, "No, no, I need to make progress, or it's not worth it." Well, yeah. Well, before Wait, you
1: were concerned about making progress,
0: I don't mean real progress. I <laughs> mean, I can't play the same level on loop. Well, before you, oh.
2: I never had any like I never knew if a game was
1: bad when I was younger
0: yeah that too like all yeah. the games we were talking about oh, were yeah, bad too.
1: We, we all of a sudden I thought Sonic R was like that by design so we just like oh okay we just got to get good and we eventually like figured out the game and then later on we we're like oh the game was just terrible
2: yeah yeah like yeah games were bad back then we were young I think you that's what
1: young? helped us play a lot and just get good in video games in general just like playing a bunch of quote unquote terrible games and just getting used to the controls I guess I don't know
0: Right, I, I do think. Wait, sorry.
2: You... Oh, oh yeah, what no, did you say? No, just, just yeah, like you never knew that that game for bad back then. Like you would play the same first level. Not necessarily that that game was was bad. By, by yeah, but I wouldn't know there's better. But yeah, you wouldn't know that there was any better. Yeah, and nowadays, like you'll you'll know if a game is bad within.
0: The first couple of hours, I feel like even kids find out really early because they'll see streamers do it or they'll see reviews or whatever. And like, like the whole like, well, they like just whole... play whatever random thing and then they're happy. I feel like is a. Little... Well, I mean now
1: there's the whole culture about like, oh let's play these bad games because we have the internet. Like, yeah. Before that wasn't even a thing. Yeah. I actually picked. Wow, this is kind of a bad memory, but well, it's not a bad memory because I, I, I picked Monopoly, the Nintendo,
0: Sadcast. <laughs> not either, memories and love. Not, <laughs> not, not, not remember, like, not,
1: I have to remember I had a birthday and I went to Toys R Us back when that was a thing. And I was able to pick R. two R. and I was able to pick two Super Nintendo games. And I remember seeing like there was Super Metroid and a bunch of other, other games, but I picked Monopoly and the Tasmanian double. Dude, Game. I've
0: done the same thing. Over My- Super Metroid?
1: Yeah, I never owned Super Ooh. Metroid on the, on the Super Nintendo. I've actually got it on the Wii and yeah. other consoles, but I really love that Tasmanian though.
0: I relate to, I it. to, to at it at even Tazman worse. My mom, I was at Walmart with her there was a bin of games, and she's like, go ahead and grab a couple if you want. And I don't remember what was in it, but there was, like, real games, like, actual Nintendo-made games. And then I saw Jeopardy! and Wheel of Fortune for N64, what's with, what's with you guys with yeah. game show games? So, no, but this one, this one... Who wants this, to be a millionaire? This one, <laughs> Jeopardy! I'm defending not... this one. Hang on. No, I'm defending this one because I'm like, oh, that'd be fun to play with my dad. He likes game shows. So I got it, but then I'm thinking back, like, okay, this was around, like, I don't know, 1998 or 9... Think of all the other... Actually, N64 didn't have that many games. But think of all the other potential games I could have gotten. I never bought Mario Kart 64 until like the tail end of the N64's life. That could have been you're, a great thing. You're feature. not missing much with yeah. Mario Kart 64. Yeah, I loved it as a kid. Up to your point, your kids don't know anything. But, um, yeah, it was just like, I get that. That you just pick things you recognize. And I feel like there's less yeah. of that now because there's fewer licensed license games. Property. Really.
1: Yeah, I had a lot of licensed games. I mean, I had Lion King and I also had... Was Toy Story, that was really fun. All the licensed
0: games are now just free apps on your phone to play.
1: I love the Aladdin game on Super Nintendo.
0: Yeah, the Aladdin on Super Nintendo was pretty hard. Yeah, that one was actually Yeah, the Capcom Super Nintendo Disney games, or, or Genesis, take, pick your poison, were uh, good, surprisingly. Yeah, But I feel like, you know what the thing that really kind of bothered me about like growing up with gaming is? And I think it's just because the passage of time changes as you get older. I feel like every major release is less of an event than it was when I was a kid. Like, the impact that Wind Waker had on me, that, that Sunshine yeah, had Smash me, and the build Smash for up Wii U felt like a pretty big there are event. I was about to say, there are exceptions. I think Smash for Wii U's is one. I think Odyssey, or not Wii U, um, Smash for, Ultimate is one for me. Odyssey was one. I mean, Breath of the Wild was one. Breath of the Wild was a big one for a lot of people. Yeah, but I feel Ultimate like...
1: definitely didn't feel as good just because, like, the first one, Wii U had, like, the amiibo. So, it was like, you got, like, to open, like, 12 true. amiibo boxes. Yeah, and that, this one was kind of like... Kinda if I'm gonna go for Mario Kart, like, alright, just get it here already. We already played it. We already know what it's like. Yeah, that's
0: true. But um, but yeah, I think like there's fewer of those. Like when they, whenever they announced a new Mario Kart, like even Mario Kart 8, I was like, oh, right, another one. Like I, I like it a lot. Like I was super excited to play it when I got it, but it wasn't the same. Like it changed my life in the way that I feel like the countdown and playing <laughs> the Mario announcement change your life. No, but like I don't. No, not the announcement, just the <laughs> having it. But like I don't know. Like it's. I think because we have, I now have to be a jerk through... and a bully, and
1: then they announced and used all the new the...
0: And then I was like, <laughs> I'm a changed man. No, but I think, honestly, like, I think the fact that we've now lived through so many of these things, it just kind of is starting to, it loses a little bit shine, I don't know, or a little bit of sluster. I can't describe it much better. But like, like
1: you need a break from gaming for, like, maybe well, a decade no, and I, then just come no, back cause to it. No, because I think, and...
0: think there's still, I'd still be like, oh, I've played a bunch of Mario Karts. Doesn't mean they're not good. Doesn't mean I'm not excited. I'm, I'm just so, yeah, saying you have just to, like, like.
1: Create that distance. Like, if you go a long time without eating, you guess your favorite food then you have it again. Actually, I don't know if that would make you really love it or it might make you go like, oh, God, I can't eat this anymore. Like, That's
0: how it is with a lot of people that quit soda. Is they're like, oh, yeah, I, I, I hear that a lot with time. soda yeah.
1: and some some cases, some burgers, not all burgers.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah, like I, I wouldn't want that but I'm, I'm just thinking like,
1: like... oh, God, why did I ever a game to begin
0: with? Or like even like... <laughs> or like even like when Mario Super Circuit came out on Game Boy Advance. At the time, I was super excited. Oh, a new Mario Kart and now I'm looking back like... I would not bat an eye at that if it was Mario Kart 8, maybe. But if it was, I didn't bat an eye at that
1: game when it came out. I was was super into it. Super into it. I really hated all those games, like. I guess it was just that in F-Zero that had that weird thing where it looked like I was turning the whole world instead of the car. So the original Mario Kart on Super Nintendo did
0: that to me to the point of giving me a hand. Well,
1: that game too. I never had that. Never had that
0: with F-Zero. never had that with the Game Boy Advance one. Well, I mean,
1: it never made me dizzy. I just hated how it looked.
0: Yeah. I actually have a memory, a positive memory. Look, they exist. Of, um, We were going to Glacier National Park when I was still in Montana, and I was playing Super Circuit in the back seat. So I was like 12. And somehow, just by chance, the turning in the game synced up with the turning on the road. For like three turns and I was just like oh my god it's like exactly what I'm doing oh, yeah, yeah for it's summer, a very minor thing but first time I went fun, to Yosemite
1: yeah. Elvis and I spent the majority of it playing Frogger's Adventure on Game Boy instead of experiencing Yosemite yeah
0: that happened Well, lot times I went to Hawaii when I was a kid um, Pokemon Ruby came out the day before so I bought it played it on the plane played it in Hawaii the entire first day and then my parents were like you know you're in Hawaii right and I'm like oh yeah and I just put it away for the rest of
2: the trip oh I can't wait our Austin trip might, oh Austin uh
1: Switch? Link's Awakening comes out oh, on the same day.
0: It does, as the day we fly out. Wait, mm. but you're
1: getting a physical, so I don't
0: know how you're going to... Uh, there's a Best Buy right next to my office, which is also right next to the airport. Oh. So I'm good. I literally work across... I share a parking lot with Square Enix, which is right across from LAX, so I'm good. I can't wait for that. Square Enix has no bearing on this, except I wanted to brag to listeners I work next to Square Enix. but <laughs> um, Yeah, so I guess that's pretty much the Game Boy section that was what, actually we talked a lot more than i thought we did about i thought we would about game boy but let's we're i guess jump to modern times we're already talking about modern games modern did um, the good brewery? yeah let's all go let's all go it's um it's a brewery i believe it's oh, i'm thinking medieval times i was about no, to say it's modern, also a modern show. time did the brewery yeah, modern did times, a brewery. yeah. yeah but that's about to launch into medieval times um but yeah we we worked our way up to modern era so let's just talk about the current i guess they do have beer at medieval times they do the... mead as well i would assume Never been medieval. I've never been either. To we should go. Me no, I I do not, <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to go to medieval. I, I think the trip. Your... The field trip we'll I record... think that's where you take
1: your parents or your. We'll record an
0: episode there with the. That's with where the you take your family, family. That's like. Yeah.
1: It's like they don't know what to do. Just with. give them a
0: little bit of Vegas without having to do that four hour and dive. a giant turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I was going to say the big current Nintendo event that's going on, like Game Boys, of the past, the present, is the Smash Bros. DLC on Tuesday. Nintendo revealed the first actual concrete details on how Dragon Quest's Hero will play, and then later that same day, they actually released him. So, And all, all four of him, I should say. What was the...
2: How much time was there in between Joker and Hero? Joker came out in
0: April, around the 17th or 18th, and I looked this up because I was checking some stuff, and Hero came out July 31st. Okay, so about four months. Whoa. So about Banjo's going to okay, be yeah. October, is my guess. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yikes, they're doing it about once a quarter. Yikes Sure, okay It's very internet right now Yikes is internet's <laughs> favorite word these days I feel like That's a big yikes But, uh, yeah, you know I actually kind of
1: Well, considering, like, these mm. two characters are characters I, I mean, I, I can't say Don't tell it. me you're not excited for Banjo No, no the, I meant Joker and Uh-oh. Hero I was going to yeah. call them Eleven But I guess one of them is Eleven. Um, Eleven,
0: eight, one, and weird names But two of them have Japanese names The two of them are just numbers one of them is Stranger
1: things, things girl. Yeah, yeah, one with Millie
0: Bobby Brown. Yeah.
1: What? what? <laughs> Millie Bobby <laughs> she Brown. Said actual the actual name? The girl
0: in Godzilla? Oh, nah. her. Oh, guy. that's how he knows. Who, of course, Godzilla. Have to make it relatable. Billy Bobby Brown? Millie Bobby oh. Brown. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, anyway. Oh, yeah, Since um, I guess Banjo will be the first character I'm actually I'm anticipating. For. But I will say, though, like. Fox you. No. Well, but. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying they're terrible. I'm just saying, like. I mean, you know what you're excited about. Yeah. But I will say in both cases, I was pleasantly surprised with how fun the characters are to use.
0: Can I just say that I'm really impressed that they made, with 70 plus characters, like to your point about they're really fun, they have 70 plus characters in Smash Bros. Somehow they made a whole new type of fighter for Hero After 70 different characters. Yeah, the like, Mario Party fighter. Yeah, he's like the random chance man. He's I literally RPG. How play, so. Oh, he's literally, so to explain it to you or to anyone who doesn't know yet, and uh, actually if you want to finish your thought, I didn't mean to cut you off. Or do I explain? how you're Well, explained? I was
1: gonna say like I guess besides that, um, and so far like both DLC characters have been, well, Joker. I mean he's only been I'm Joker. I mean, um, hero's only been out for a few days, so yeah. it's yet to be seen. But it feels like we're gonna see him a, a lot, ton, just like he's Joker. already all over. on Because right. Joker, like he, his frame did everything is just like really, really good about him. He's mm-hmm. like argued, like undebatably the best character right,
2: right now. Hey,
1: which is <laughs> I <I'm> love <a> persona. <laughs> It's crazy, he's just so good, and then with Arson, it just makes it even nuts. But then we have Joker, I mean, I keep calling him Joker, but then we have Hero, who has, like, these special moves that, and I'm completely ignoring the down B, like, Jason could explain the down B. I love but, the da- well, I love parts of it. Well, 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 the down B is, like, the most fun part about yeah, him, but, yeah. like, his neutral B, like, is this powerful fireball that deals, like, almost 40 damage that could kill you at, like, 40 and then his side B is, like, this crazy thunder thing that also kills you, like, at 40. Pretty much all his, like, B moves can kill you, like, ridiculously early. And they're really hard to react to because he also has this crazy down B that's just like a roulette wheel.
0: And they all have really fun, silly names, like a zap and a frizz and a kazap and a frizz and, like, I guess it's from Dragon Quest. Uh, yeah, those yeah, are all the, the, the Dragon quest attacks Wars. in Dragon Quest. But, uh, yeah, so the roulette wheel thing, basically how it works is if you hit down B, you get an actual RPG move menu complete with MP points that cool. vary per thing. And then you can pick which one you want to do, and then he does it. And these vary from, like, stat enhancers to, like, straight-up shielding and, and reflectors to um, one of them he actually self-destructs, like, a Voltorb would. Um, and you don't know which you're going to get. There's, like, do- probably a dozen. I think like, there's, like, 21. Something like that. He has more moves than any character in Smash Bros. history. Um, and you get four at a time, and they're randomly inserted there and kind of shuffled around.
1: Yeah, so the one you don't want isn't there. You can just tap shield and then press down B again, and you can quickly shuffle through them?
0: Yeah. Mm, which which is actually my one complaint right now is that not that you shuffle through them but i really wish they put the menu somewhere that's not in the like i I don't know where they would put but basically the thing i'm noticing is when i try and play as him and i'm still getting used to him so maybe that's why but i'm constantly like oh let me look at the menu and then like reading the menu because they're not i know yeah it's like there's assigned slots for certain moves they all shuffle so you actually have to read the whole menu every time you yeah, decide like, what you want lang, to Oh,
1: what was that again? Oh, which ones? Boom, kaboom. Yeah, I know and, that, but boom. like,
0: even even once you figure them out, you still have to actually look through... You can't muscle memory it. You have to actually look the through The only thing you could do it is it, just yeah. like,
1: think of one that you might want to have at that moment, and if you see it there, you just go to it, and if you don't see it there, you just like don't pick anything. Or you could do what do the majority with, of people yeah. are doing online. And this part kind of sucks because like, when I'm not playing as Bowser, um, like, there's some other characters I play as a lot, but... I'm not definitely. I'm definitely not as comfortable using them like in tournament and as Bowser. But when I'm playing as those like Ridley, yeah, um, I don't have the best way to approach characters. So every once in a while, like when I'm approaching a hero, and I could tell, and you could tell, like when they're not even like reading their menu, they just like don't be like crazy, yeah. and then all of a sudden That's like I, I, my character just dies because they have like a move that straight up just kills you. Mm-hmm. Actually, like have the moves and they're just straight up kill you. They have like this move on Magic Bird which just straight up kills you. Kamikaze just straight up kills you. Patchman just straight up kills you. Like so many things that straight up kill you, like ridiculously small percentages, and it's it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it feels like it's it it feels like you got cheated. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and I think also the other downside, like again, I really he's really fun to play as, but I think the other downside is like because you you basically have two choices. Either you do it that way or you take the time to actually go through the menu, and that time is valuable when you're in Smash Bros. So you're kinda of like like do you only use a down B when you know you're far away from people? That doesn't necessarily make sense. So you kinda of have to balance that. And I think part of the issue no, is But
1: but people are getting good right now like the they'll just throw you off stage and then when you're like recovering that's usually when they'll mainly use the menu. Yeah, but it's kinda Or of like... when or when they throw you off stage really high up, like I see people like flipping through the menu and then like, oh, I'm going to try to jump at them. But then they pick Zoom and all of a sudden they recover from literally anywhere on stage right, and land which, safely which
0: back. Which, like, sure. But I don't, I don't know. I just feel like in a fighting game, like, muscle memory is so key. Or, like, some sort of visual indicator that's on him. Because it's not only, like, you well, have to read it. It's all the way down at the bottom of the screen in the damage area. Which makes sense. Where would they put it otherwise? I feel but like... think about, like, how Shulk works. Like, he changes color. So you kind of know what to do. It not even nice have color.
1: Well, they're also always well, in the same direction. Like I know that's, that's the i yeah. Yeah, People don't even saying, like look at meditation. what they're picking with Shulk. It's just either yeah. top left or top right or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. always in the same spot.
0: Right. Muscle memory. Like imagine, but, if, like,
1: I mean, but, but for him, I feel because a lot of those moves are kind of stupid, <laughs> like stupid yeah. broken. Um, yeah it has to be inconvenient to you.
0: yeah no that's the that's how they self balance it is they make it the randomization the fact that you actually have to pause to figure out what you're doing like all that to try and counterbalance the fact that yeah because really, even if really yeah because even if you
1: ignore <laughs> that like his his normal special moves are ridiculous yeah. and
0: he has a freaking critical
1: hit thing like yeah. going on like if any smash attack has a chance of landing a crit which just means it just deals way more knockback and like I think Obus was like a like 10 or like the 10% or something and I just like Hit him with a smash attack near the edge and it killed him because that just got a critical hit. And that was it. Like, this got lucky.
0: Right. I, I do think, to be fair, to Sakurai and his idea of putting a whole RPG inside a character. I do really like that this, it's really there's fun. so many like, moves. This it's is such the, a unique spin on anything they've done in Smash. It's a really cool nod to Dragon Quest because Dragon Quest is like the first RPG, really, if you think about it. So this is, like, a really cool And this is the,
1: This is a really good addition to what we usually always end up doing when we just play Smash Bros. for fun. Yeah. We eventually just do, like, all right, game and watch it only, and you can only, like, use the hammer or whatever. And I like, just, joke, like, Hero is another, you know, it's just fun. Yeah, and I around. assume
0: as time goes on and people, you know, get more of a hang of his menu, it'll be easier. But, like, it just, when I was first playing, I'm like, imagine if, like, Ryu's Hadouken, when you're playing, like, Street Fires, just, like... Well, now it's this button combo. Okay, now it's the same button combo, but you have to hit two more things real quick. Okay, now, like that's kind of what it's like when you're trying to learn him. We're hero. Because, you know, you want your one move, but you have to like, keep cycling for it. Well, that's
1: kind of how real it is. I mean, he has this whole thing where if you tap A, it's one move. And if you hold A, it's another move. No, 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 and no, then but you also have consi- if you smash they're it. they're consistent. No, so I know, imagine yeah. Imagine if
0: they rotated all those every time you did it. And you didn't know which one it was till you tried. That's kind of what Hero, learning Hero is like. like. You can't just muscle memory. You have to actually like... Yeah, on. but
1: I mean, those moves aren't meant to be like comboed into or anything. Yeah, just, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah.
2: Um, There's a good timing on it. Evo's this weekend. Yeah. Evo yeah. is currently going It's going on, on right around. now. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but
1: Joker is not... I mean, oh my god, I keep saying Joker, but Hero is not playable on it, which is good. Yeah, because it, really?
0: it, it's too quick of a turnaround, I think.
1: Yeah. It came out I Tuesday. could have swore that doing... I
2: heard somewhere that he was going to be a Oh, really? Evo.
1: Because yeah. they're they're playing with version three point one point oh, zero. Okay. Oh yeah,
0: so because four is the, yeah. the new one. But you, you, um, we were talking about like the the menus being a nice Ooh, reference to Dragon which means Quest. Means is still overpowered. It also means Toon Links down A doesn't automatically snap down or Bowser. Yeah, yeah. And... but um, yeah, references references. We were talking about the menu thing. I really like a lot of things they did in Challenge Pack Challenger Pack Two that tie into Dragon Quest, like. I'm talking big and small. Like, obviously, the inclusion of four different heroes is cool for fans with their different names and numbers and Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, they each have their own mu- mu- music. That's a nice touch. Um, but there's always, like, tiny, minute things they did, too. Like, I don't know if you've tried the classic mode with him yet, but all but one of the battles in the classic mode for hero are HP damage instead of percentage damage, which is kind of a cool little nod. It's a subtle thing. Like, it's not. it doesn't really change anything, but it's just like, oh, because RPGs. I get it. Like, that's kind of cool. Or, like... Um, like, the me costumes. Like, I really like the slime hat. Nintendo finally did Jiggle Physics. They just did it for a slime hat instead of, you know, other things. So, like, yeah, I just thought it was really kind of cool. And the attention in the, the, to detail on the stage is kind of nice. The slime's bouncing around and stuff. Um, however, I will say, I don't know what you how you feel about the stage, uh, Angel. And I don't even know if you've seen it yet, Kevin. But I, I feel like the stage itself, um, y- Yagdrasil's altar, however you say that name, is... It's a little ho-hum. Like, it's just another one of the, like, you do a tour of the landscape while you're on a floating platform. Like, compared to, like, Joker's stage, Joker's stage was cool. Like, it felt, it had the unique look. It had, like, the the music in time with the flashing on the stage. Like, there are all sorts of little things that made it feel, like, more unique. And this one's just, like, it could be Hyrule, honestly. Well, this this
2: isn't a slight
0: too. Well,
1: that's the thing. Like, I don't play Dragon Quest, so I kind of appreciate it.
0: No, but what I'm saying is, like, they did stuff that they haven't done with the stage before for Persona, but for Dragon Quest, they did the let's just fly over some landmarks that they do for Hyrule, that they do for Adelphino, that they do.
1: platform combinations. Yes, I
0: think the coolest thing it does, to its credit, is um, they have items that come in from the side, and those items can be actual items, it's like a treasure chest, or it could be a trap. And it attacks you. Which is kind of, those are kind of cool. Like, little things like that, but just the whole, like, we're flying through generic generic landscapes. Persona's definitely a lot more more unique. That's what I was going to
2: say. This isn't a slight to, to Dragon Quest, but I mean... This, those stages were built on the backing of persona 5 which is probably one of if not the most stylish game that's out that's true like yeah. of all it's time like
0: yeah it's
2: so stylish yeah so, so and it yeah, makes and, sense why why yeah. the 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 battlefield for persona would be so slick so dynamic while fact you know, oh, like when you
1: run around, you, you have, have, like, little landmarks. purple right. droplets yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I might be being too hard
0: on Dragon Quest. I was just like, oh, they could have done I mean, more than just fly through. I mean, landmark- that being like, said. A, if a Dragon Quest fan saw it, they'd be like, oh, my God, all those landmarks, and that's cool. But I feel like it'd be cool if you somehow engage with those and just flying over like. It's
1: weird because, like, since I had no expectations for Dragon Quest, when I saw the stage, I'm like, wow, this is a really pretty stage. And I just really like, I just like the stage a lot. It looks very know. nice. Yeah. Like, I liked everything, but, like, I never once thought, like, oh, it's just another fly-by stage. Yeah. But whenever it's like a stage one, like the like the Mario one in um, New Donk City. Yeah. Like that one when I thought, oh, it's a flyby stage. I was disappointed that, that was a flyby stage.
0: But to its credit, I mean, I, I get what you're saying completely. New Donk, you get to build a band every time you play. That's a nice little touch. Yeah, the first time. <laughs> well, I love that song, so I'll always build a band and never grow tired of it. <laughs> but I get your point. Yes, totally. Um, Yeah, I guess the only other thing about Hero that's worth mentioning is Nintendo. I kind of liked how they did the rollout for him. Like... Did? I mean, first, they did it the same day.
1: You like how they, like, announce a character a long time ago and then just go radio silent and then just don't tell us anything until the day Well, they I like.
0: It? Well, they did that with Joker, too. But no, the, I know, the, yeah. So the difference they did here that I like more is Joker, so they announced it, they go radio silent. Then the day before he comes out, they're like, okay, guys, here's what you need to know about Joker. And they're like, now wait again. This time, they're like, okay, just wait till like you get a, home. Was it was only like a, a day. Like a day, yeah. It was like a day or two, but this one was like eight hours. So this one's just like okay, you wake up, you learn about him, you go to work or school, you come home, he's ready. Do you like
1: him. the radio science or just not knowing when it's going to come out?
0: I appreciate the radio science because it lets you have something to look forward to. You can I still like look no, forward to something. No, even but if you I have like knowing that Banjo's coming. I, I mean, it'd be crazy if like, he's here right now, but.
1: Oh no! I mean, like, like take literally any other fighting game for that matter. Like, like, more, when like Street Fighter got leaked. No, last no, night, no, like no, no not today, even with the leaks. Like, like, scary. like, like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter Five. Yeah, like, either of them. Whenever they had, like, oh, here's the character pack. Like, when they announced the character pack, they straight up tell you the date.
0: Oh, that's what you mean. And um, then, and you know, like, do you mean what, what, Science on and,
1: date, and then you know, like, when everything's coming out, like as soon as they announce, like, whenever that Street Fighter Five trailer leaked, right at the trailer it said, like, these characters are available this day.
0: Yeah, I mean, it has doing. Nintendo's not giving hard hard dates. I mean, I, think I mean by
1: one. now, like I know it's normal for Nintendo. It's just kind of annoying when they're like, "Oh, it's going to come out in the fall." So now, like, okay, so pretty much the last day that they could consider it fall. To that's be fair,
0: summer doesn't end for another month. Like Nintendo did not do that with Hero. They said it's- summer. And he was out smack in the middle, to be fair, to them one time.
2: Usually they do that. Yeah. But well, okay, so I know the time in between Joker's announcement yeah. was about, what, four months? Four months. Because he was announced at the Game Awards Correct. in December. Jeez. Yeah. Uh And Hero got announced at E3 uh, two he months He was announced ago. at E3 two months ago, so oh. they were speeding it Yeah, up. so...
1: Yeah, that's so definitely the shortest. Yeah, but, I, but I just... and now I just. But like... now
2: we probably have the longest
1: gap.
0: Oh, for banjo, banjo. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we so literally... It, you know, you win some, you lose some. But I, I do... Necessary you... evil, I guess. Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, come on. That Banjo moment was so cool. Like, so when are they going gonna... to... So
1: then... with that long, does that mean we're not going to hear about the next character until after Banjo, though? Or do you think we're going to know what the next character is going to be? Well, what's that's the next to
0: say. big event... I uh, guess Tokyo Game, Game Show? No, they don't do anything there. Oh, um, I guess the Game Games, Awards again? Gamescom is in Europe in two weeks. Evo's right now. I that's, doubt they'll not Yeah, that's too yeah. early for... My guess is probably the Game Awards or just a random Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when they need a big... Well, like, so they're not
1: something at the Game Awards. I feel like now we're going to get like all the people that are going to be really to or disappointed. Oh, like when they, they once don't. thought Metroid yeah, yeah, Prime 4
0: would be there and then they don't, they wasn't? Yeah, yeah. they're like, like um, the Yeah, well, because I think part of it is... Um, yeah, part of it is they use it as a, like a stinger when they need something big in their directs, so it could be literally any time they do a direct between now and the end of the year, or the Game Awards, or maybe not. I guess till... they do have
1: random directs sometimes. Yeah, yeah. they always so, have one. That one in September. They
0: usually oh. have one in September. We're probably gonna get one in September. That's gonna outline some more details on like Luigi and um, maybe Zelda. probably time it right for Zelda and do some Zelda info, but we'll see. But yeah, I did. I do. Besides the timing thing, I did like how like sort of casual the presentation was. Like he, so soccer is just like. Yeah, this is really low budget. We're just gonna do it like a live stream and then proceed to immediately have all the usual graphics and fancy little like animations that they normally have. But I did like that he was just like talking. He wasn't really scripted, so he was giving us insights that like really don't matter, but we're kinda cool, like, Oh, this voice actor was really excited. This voice actor was the fastest at recording his part, like weird little things that really no one needs to know, but we're kinda it kinda made it feel more personal in a way. Um and then he went into about as much detail as the Smash Bros. Ultimate unveiling at E3 was which was way too long yeah, but nice. because he's just chatting with you and it's only about Smash Bros it felt not as bad at all. It didn't feel as like overbearing it was just kind of like oh yeah because you just tune out it doesn't matter you know mm-hmm. what you need to know so I thought that was kind of nice but um, the presentation actually went on to cover more than just Hero it also had Smash Bros 4.0 update which has stuff. Um, I mean some of it's not worth bringing it up there's a like, very easy mode adventure mode time limits on this final smash meter if you turn it on that are really long and basically aren't there. That's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting mechanic, but it's it's long. Like you have a
1: while. Yeah, width, 20 seconds is a long time yeah. but then you're either going to die or you yeah. would have yeah. used it almost immediately. So it's almost as Cause if. Because depending it's on what like... character you pick <laughs> it's like it's pointless. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but the, the one that I was excited about.
1: was 10 about. seconds uh, Yeah, we... that would be interesting. Because that's already what the limit is because before like in Smash 4 Cloud and Little Mac when they reached their KO meter their limit they could hang on to it forever but now they only have 15 seconds
0: so mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah the thing i thought was kind of cool are two modes that came back from smash 4 the spectating with betting so if you actually want to watch stuff you can get coins out of it and online tournaments which is pretty much copy pasted out of smash 4 i think But just
1: a little worse it's worse well, yeah. it's,
0: well okay why is it worse
1: so in smash 4 um you had even though the tournament was still terrible because they, you only play, it's, they're all two stock and two minutes. Like two minutes and 30 seconds. That's like not enough time to have like an actual game. Pretty much, it's enough time to kill like maybe one stock. And then whoever gets that first stock is just going to run away the whole time. And that's just no fun. When you're playing like, one-on-ones. I mean, oh, because
0: I'm like, that was not what my experience was like. <laughs>
1: well, you're, yeah, you were playing free-for-all. So yep. that makes, that's even worse. It's like almost it's like rolling a die to see if you win. Because I would go
0: that, wow, way belittle my first place victory. Oh, I'll belittle the heck out of it. And it, <laughs> and it probably had items, too. which is They TV. did.
1: Yeah, so it, it make it a D20 at that point. Um, anyway, yeah, so at least in Smash 4, you got to pick between whether you want to do 1v1s, free-for-alls, or whatever. Like, they were all available. You just yeah pick whichever one was available, and if there's slots open, you participate. This one, you only get whatever's available. So they're like, for the next two days, we're just doing free-for-alls. And then you wait, and then next day, like, all right, cool, now we're doing 1v1s. And now that time has passed, so I guess I'm back to not playing tourney, so...
0: Yeah. Wow, I got real sad, real fat. You could hear the disappointment, like, in his words. I mean, even um, though, like,
1: I hated the... I wish they would at least give us three minutes, not two I and got... a half.
0: Well, yeah, so...
1: Like, give us a minute and a half for each stock, at least. But, yeah, because I did play a few people like that that would literally just run away the entire time, get that's the one dumb. hit. Yeah, Because that's, I mean... That's the best way to play with given that scenario. If yeah. you give them like six minutes, you're never really going to get to the six minutes. So
0: yeah, I feel like for me, I found it really enjoyable because, like, well, first of all, I'm the type of player you guys know this, but I'm the type of player whose strategy is not having one. Like, I'll just yeah, do, you just, I'll do things pro players You're just playing so it's I'll a yeah, win-win. I'll do things that and pro players that sh- like that shouldn't work, and I'll somehow pull it off. Or like, you know, I'm so non-traditional I'm four player matches. I'm just running around causing chaos and like a crazy hurricane of Toon Link or Kirby or whoever. And, you know, having items on top of that, having stages with hazards, that all works in my favor. Honestly, it adds I think to the chaos. So I really like tournament I mean, mode. I feel the mode <laughs> is
1: almost, like, perfect for, for people me. like yeah. you because... Yep. Also, the fact that it's 2 minutes and 30 seconds means it's not going to take up a
0: lot of your time. That yep. means that
1: most, you're maybe going to spend 15 minutes total Correct. in the tournament.
0: And the other thing I like about it is... For I me, it's like, i like...
1: just rather it be... I don't care if it takes 30 minutes or right. an hour. So if they could
0: or... offer both, almost like a 4 glory. Yeah, I mean, five.
1: that's why they, they could literally have...
0: Yeah, both people know what they're
1: getting into if they see the time limit um...
0: yeah no that's fair the the other thing I like about it that also plays it could still be
1: that way too they're rotating them out so maybe they will have a 7 minute 3 stock one I'm just saying that that
0: screen where they have the one tournament in the middle has a lot of empty space on the left and right they can easily fit multiple tiles for multiple tournaments
1: the poor servers
0: but um, yeah no I was going to say the other thing I like about the online tournaments is it gives I feel like more than because you play 1v1 you're like oh I'm super competitive about this and I'm really into this but for me I feel like the narrative that the tournament creates is what kind of keeps me going because there's like a broader goal to achieve than just I'm being this one guy. It's like, oh, if I beat him and I beat the other guy and I beat the other guy, I'm like a champion. Like that's cool. Like there's more. It sounds really like dumb, but you know, what I mean, like there's a bit more structure or narrative or there's more to achieve than just. No, no, I know what you, what you mean. Like
1: as much of that back on the time, like I still played a lot of one v one tournaments, especially like other characters. Yeah. Like Elbit even asked me like, why do you play them if like you said that time sucks? And I'm like, well. I don't know. It's also fun just, like, getting those people, like, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, seeing how mm-hmm. many you're beating. And probably, I guess, my biggest plus is that I could play these other characters without hurting my GSP. So... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. should have been... Speaking uh, of... They need to change that, but...
0: Speaking of, like, yeah, changing things that they're not, or maybe that they are, are there any weird nips and tucks or buffs or anything they've done to any characters that are like really I mean, causing problems for you as a competitive player or a more competitive player? Oh
1: uh, yeah I was gonna say like it's like nothing that any of you guys would, would care about but before Ivysaur was just really annoying because they could spam their side B with no repercussions and yeah. they pretty much took that away. Huh. They made Ivysaur a lot worse but they made Charizard a lot better so mm. they did that. They gave they fixed Ridley's recovery now it doesn't take him two hours to <laughs> like you know like when you recover yeah. with Fox he like stays in place and then he goes? Yeah really had that, but it was a lot worse. But now it's just a lot more usable. He's just a better character now, and that's pretty much it. No one else really got touched. There were just a lot of buffs, which is always great. I always love seeing characters get buffed. Like if a character's really annoying, it's like fine, that's just how he is. Just make everyone else equally as annoying. Just right. Bring everyone up, because then there's no fun if characters are just getting buff- like nerfed all the time. Yeah. Like I know that was like an issue with Street Fighter, where it's just like all these people that put a lot of time into their character and all of a sudden their characters were just basically unplayable and then they never really made other characters better. So people just started playing the game less and less because they just weren't having fun with their characters. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so far, smash has been doing that, just buffing everything and just nerfing what people are really complaining about, Man. which is usually misdirected. Like people were complaining about King K. Rule always holding a suction gun, not forever. And that got wrecked. And even though it wasn't, really like that ever. actually problematic yeah. yeah it was just like an online thing like people were complaining about Little Mag being too OP and I mean he got nerfed even though he didn't really deserve it yeah and I'm pretty sure now Hero's going to get nerfed because people have been literally petitioning to get him oh banned God, from tournaments. God, the is petitions. <laughs> and there's a lot of pro players that are saying he should be banned. There's a lot of other people that are saying they're dumb for thinking that. Like, this reminds me of Bayonetta. was he
0: Bayonetta really controversial among pro players when she first came oh, I mean, She still is. I feel like they yeah, nerfed her a lot. Yeah, not, not
1: as much. She's still really good. But in Smash 4, yeah, she was, she was like the Meta Knight. Because like, mm-hmm. Meta Knight was straight up banned in a lot of tournaments. Yeah, back in the And ball days, Bayonetta... Right? Yeah, Smash 4 was ridiculous, and she got nerfed, but was still really good. Yeah. Joker is crazy, because he's really... People are, like... No, he's, like, really, really good character, but no one's ever really complained about him as, like, oh, nerf him. Like, I hate him. Hmm. I think it's because he feels fair. It's like, if you lose him, it's like... You need to be really good to be good with Joker, too. Right, right. Like, I know Sheik is a really good player. I mean, character, but when I try to play as Sheik, I feel like I'm playing with Molasses or something. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, you can't just pick Joker and win automatically. Yeah. So... And with Hero, you kind of can, because it's a roulette wheel, so. They're... Yes, so Spirit Board, I'm, I'm skipping next on the docket. Wait, um,
0: Spirit Board? Or we... free oh, yeah, 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 no, I was going to bring that up, Spirit I was going to bring that Challenge up. Pack. Okay, yes, Um. so, about that, there was one other little thing tucked into this update that's kind of interesting to me. It's very minor, it really doesn't matter, but if you have a Switch Online subscription, you get a free download of what they're calling the Spirit Board Challenge Pack, as you just uh, generously spoiled on the... Anyway, so it comes with... Uh, it basically gets you chances at better spirits. So you get like a 1500 SP to spend, you get 10 shuffle alls, 10 all primaries, 10 all support, you know, for redrawing the spirit board. Um, but on principle, I find it really interesting because Nintendo keeps slowly adding little Switch Online perks here and there, especially in ways you wouldn't think. Like, this is for a single player component. This has nothing to do with online, this has nothing to do with multiplayer, and yet here you go if you have a switch online subscription they're kind of just giving you a single player boost and then they're going even crazier with that because they're now doing entire game trials with switch online which um in japan also weirdly a single player focused thing they're doing captain toad you can play the whole thing for free for a week from august 5th through 11th that's enough time to get through the full game captain toad captain toad I wish they would do that here because... Yeah, they're doing Mario Tennis Aces here. Yeah, I
2: well, already on that game. So. Same.
0: But yeah, everywhere else, here in the U.S., Europe... Damn, they should have done Captain Toad, would have totally beaten it. I would have totally tried to beat it and gotten about halfway, as I tend to do. But no, yeah, Captain Toad would have been great. But yeah, here we're getting uh, Mario Tennis Aces from August 7th through 13th. Again, full game, for free, for a week. All you need is an active Switch Online subscription. Um... I you know it's kind of similar to the spirit board pack I was just talking about. Where is that going like, to
1: be their equivalent of like a free game a month? You're just like I these think it weird is. game trials. I think it is because other companies do that already. Like I know Street Fighter Five is free during Evo.
0: So yeah, well, Nintendo's done that oh, before. Nintendo's done before free weekends. Like you could do online, they had the free weekend from our tennis. Had the free weekends for Arms. They had the free weekends for Splatoon, where you could just download it and play it for the weekend, the multiplayer segment. What's interesting here is these are games with notable single-player segments. Captain Toad almost entirely. It is co-op, but it's really a single-player game. Mario Tennis has a full like story mode. And it's just interesting that they're doing this with these games versus you know just ARMS, Platoon, whatever. Um, they're calling the whole thing Game Trials. It's an interesting concept, but I feel like you sort of already touched on it, Angel. I feel like how people are going to interpret this is based on what services they're used to or have. Like, for me, Nintendo-only guy... I'm like, oh, cool, they're giving out games for a week? They've never done that. That's awesome. But I turn to you two, who are like, you know, you PlayStation Plus and stuff, and it's just kind of like, does this feel like a rip-off to you? Does it seem like it makes I mean, sense? it's not What's a your... rip-off, but it's just Well, like... not a rip-off, but you know, it's like shortchanged by comparison to what, like, the other guys do. Uh,
2: well, not necessarily. So Steam does a lot of... Developers do a lot of free weekend stuff.
0: Yeah, it's just... But, but then you're, but,
2: but you're also not paying for Steam, but...
0: right. I mean, $20 is... Yeah, it's basically nothing. That's yeah, what I was going to say nothing, as a counter-argument so. if you guys did feel... It. Like, it is more restrictive.
1: I mean, but... I'm still feeling JIP for those NES games, even though they keep adding some. It's like, it loses value the more games Which they makes no sense. <laughs> they,
0: they add a rewind feature the other week. You can now, at any time, undo the thing you did in the game. Yeah, but give it to me
1: for literally any other console except NES. Yeah, that well, give me NES games.
0: Nintendo, Jeez. They're the cheapest ones for Nintendo to pump out. They're the most simple simplest as most people would say instead most simple I just want Super Mario World yeah that's uh, my all time favorite they do
1: so yes it's like I know they're not gonna do in 64 for maybe never but at least get to Super Nintendo at least get to Super Nintendo
0: they'll get there in like two years but I mean to their credit no, oh, that's, not, that's too long though I know to, I
1: agree I will be really upset if it takes I mean a to their
0: credit like like am this at, close just think about where Switch Online something. was in whenever it launched September horrible. a year ago. And think about where it is now. Uh, Mediocre. <laughs> right. But my point is in that time span, uh, yeah, which like year In less than a year, they've given us these game trials. They've given us whether you like it or not, a lot of NES. So games. you're counting I wouldn't count the game trials. That's just like They're giving well, they wouldn't have done it otherwise in the way they're doing oh, it oh thank you Nintendo well I'm You're saying, saying I, no but my, my point is like they're giving <laughs> us stuff that they didn't give us before for 20 bucks a year they're getting fine here's a real one the voucher program if you chose to do it you can actually break even on Switch Online or even yeah break for even for one year I guess um yes and the but only games that they up, choose huh and the only games that they choose well of course that's how any sale works in any store <laughs> Yeah. They, you don't just walk in and go I want 10% off anything why don't they do I mean if I'm giving
1: them a hundred bucks why can't they just give me a hundred dollars credit for the eShop and... yeah that's what I
2: that's what I assumed and, it would be and then it's just like, like no we're gonna then you know that you anything.
1: could buy literally whatever you want because you already gave them that money for the eShop and then it just deducts from your total and then if you run out then you pay the difference because like, that
0: doesn't help their business case of boosting their everything really <laughs> like, I, I, feel like, like, I feel like this would make everyone like Get it more? I don't know. So you just want Nintendo? So you pay twenty dollars and they just hand you a hundred dollars? No, we pay no. twenty
2: dollars and we get a hundred dollars, and we could pay, uh, what a hundred dollars in, in eShop credit. Yeah. And then each game just is going to cost. I think $50? because they then
0: have to pay out to the developers while they just swallow the cost when it's some stuff. Like they're not losing money on this. They're just not making as much, but they would actually have to have to actually pay other companies if any game qualified. So, by let me get to first party. Which is basically every first party I mean, I, release. I mean, going you're getting forward.
1: some discounts, but some of them are also kind of whack. Like, I wouldn't recommend anyone yes. buy Sushi Monster, Monster Hunter with the voucher because that's going to be is that the... on the
0: list. No, it's not. It's only first party. Sushi Striker's on the really? list for fifty dollars. I thought some
1: other stuff was.
0: I think it's all first party because I think Nintendo's following the cost opposed to having a pay out.
1: Oh well, regardless, like, yeah, you know, there's some games that aren't even worth like the fifty bucks. Well, yeah, like I would say, so Mario Tennis probably isn't worth the fifty bucks. Well, you can play um, it for
0: free. <laughs> starting august 7th actually the one thing i think they're doing that's cool about the game trials to be fair is um if you don't Better have be the game groundbreaking it's not but if you don't have the game and you try the trial and you like the game they're not going to be like okay well give us 60 bucks the, whole, the game could be 33 percent off the entire time and your save data moves right over so it's not like a mind-blowing thing it's not like that crazy innovative idea but it is nice that they're not just being like well we got you hooked now pay up fully they're trying to actually like Give you a reason to buy it then and there. It's and cool that you
2: your sa- that your safe data doesn't sell to Yeah, start. that's pretty yeah.
0: cool. So like you can, for example, for I,
2: will, I like if you had told me that oh, but your save data doesn't carry over, like yeah, that sounds like something Nintendo would do. Yeah,
0: but they actually kind of get it, which is nice. Uh, the whole thing kind of reminds me of like to throw back to like our conversations about like when we were kids gaming. I remember I used to go to Blockbuster and rent games like over and over and over and then eventually like I should probably just buy this game. And I feel like this is like the digital version of that kind of assuming I didn't have Mario Tennis or Captain Toad or whatever. But if they do more games like Captain Toad, I'm okay with this. Like, if they do games you can beat in that one week and just move on to your life, then it's basically PlayStation Plus, but for a third the price.
2: But that game also doesn't stay in your... That game also That's doesn't true. stay in your library. That is the tab. So it would be like
0: a rental. It would be like going to Blockbuster.
2: Yeah, like, I guess for, for, yeah. for $20 a year, a, a rental isn't yeah, it bad. it's
0: not horrible. One rental? A year? No, well, no, they're going to do no. more whatever of these, whatever they release, and they're going to do more of these. This yeah. is just a start. I mean, they have a name for the program. This isn't like a one and done. This is mm. this is them seeing how they did um, well with the weekends, the free play weekends, and they're like, well, what if we expand it a little more and then make it a perk? Which you know, take it or leave it. I mean, it, it, really, to me, it feels like they're kind of like trying to breathe life into tiles that maybe aren't as evergreen as they hope they would be. Because mm. so like, they're
1: probably do it with Mario Party, huh?
0: No, Mario Party's huge for them, really? like insane. It sold like seven million copies. Yeah, I like I don't the know game, why. but. <laughs> No, because that one could still get a DLC. There's a lot of room for Like, the, what I'm seeing them do here is, like, I don't know if you remember when Mario Didn't that Tennis... did game
1: come out? I feel like if they were going to
0: do DLC, they would have done it already. Um, yeah, well, I don't know what's going on. With that. It came out in October last year. But what I was going to say is, um, Mario Tennis, they were saying, before it came out, like, I think it was Kinoshima at the time, the Nintendo president, um, was like, oh yeah, this is going to be our next big evergreen tile. It's going to be our next Mario Kart. Mario Party? No, uh, Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis. And here's the thing. It's going to be our next Splatoon. It's going to be our next Mario Tennis. are we going big. to sales corner now? No, not quite. Sort of. We're drifting that way. Um, you'll see. But here's the thing. It, Mario Tennis Aces did do well up front. It sold like $2 million, And then it just completely fell off a cliff. And like in their, to mention the sales corner in their latest financials, they said it only sold 110000 this past quarter. Which isn't bad. I mean, they're at 2 point something million. But... Mario Kart 8 this past quarter sold $1.2 million in that same three months. So this is not their next Mario Kart. This is not their new Splatoon. It's, Splatoon even sold 320000 this past three months. So it's nowhere near those numbers. And then what kind of happened is they ran out of free DLC for Mario Kart Aces. They had it all mapped out, and now it's done. The last thing they did was like alternate colors of paratroopers. And that came out like a week ago. And now they're like, we're done with DLC. And then suddenly out of nowhere, they're like, but... What if we gave you the whole game for a week and then you can get it for 33% off? So it feels like they're trying to like juice their numbers a bit and get games that maybe are lagging in evergreen potential back up to speed. Because even if you don't try the game, people are going to be talking about it. It's going to be on social media. It's going to be mouth. It's going to be news stories talking about how you can try it for free. There's going to be basically built-in marketing with this. So it's kind of... And Captain Toa sort of the same thing. Like It didn't like it wasn't earth sharing sales, but I'm sure it did fine. But this is kind of a nice way for them to... Much for much less money up front, achieve similar goals to what DLC does every time they release something new and they get the coverage and they get the attention. So I think that's kind of clever of them, and I feel like there's other Switch games that could benefit from it. Like I don't know, like the Bayonetta, the one two combo pack Uh, could probably get a boost from this. Or like I don't know what else, but are there any like Switch games that you guys think of that like could probably benefit from getting a little more attention? That like I'm trying to blank on anything but Bayonetta.
2: Uh. I don't know how well Xenoblade uh, Chronicles sold. It actually
0: did. I mean, it did it did over a million, which they were happy with. But yeah, that 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 would be a really good one because there's no way you're gonna beat the game yeah, in so. that week. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting strategy. And since you sort of tipped my hand there, Angel, we are slipping into the tennis financials now because that is just kind of the next logical place to go at this point. Um, Only logical, yes. Yes, it's it's logical, but seems a jingle. It does. You, anyone want to sing? No. Like,
2: just okay. Say, no, but what I going to say. This
0: is why the time stamps are helpful. What?
1: what? I said this is why the time stamps are helpful, people.
0: Yes, because you can jump right to the jingle, because that's exactly what everyone's going to do. Um, I, I was going to say, like, the Switch Online thing, whatever they're doing, I know you guys, well, I know you're really down on Angel. You seem a little more in the middle about it, Kevin, but whatever they're doing seems to be working because even before game trial switch online and it's bucket of sale number or revenue that generates, which includes all digital purchases is up 65% year over year. So clearly people are buying this thing and are okay enough with it to keep it. All right. Official so.
1: Jason still corner. If it's a
0: sad trombone. Oh, there we go.
1: Oh, that gets
0: a I, I thought you were going to do the sad trombone to be honest, but um, anyway, so yeah, we might as well jump into the the financial. It might've been too long. Don't it know. does. It, nah, I think you're Okay. Um, it, as I mentioned before, it covers April 1st through June 30th three month period, first quarter of their fiscal year, um, they didn't really have a meeting or any sort of like session with investors or anything, they just gave us numbers, which kind of makes sense, we already know their entire 2019 plan at this point like what's there to know, but what's interesting here is that this report is covering a period of time with only a single major release, and that release only was in the period for three days it was Super Mario Maker 2 it sold 2.42 million units worldwide, again, in just three days, which is, that's a solid start. Uh, kind of explains why there's now 4 million courses uploaded to Super Mario Maker 2, which is an insane number. I
2: keep watching uh, Twitch streams of that game, yeah. and, like, it looks fun, but then they'll play a Super, Mar- uh, Super Mario World course, and it's like,
0: oh, man. It's the level design just not the same. You can tell these are made by fans and not made by Nintendo.
2: No, no, no I I'm I'm reacting positively. Oh like, no, but like, it's it, like yeah. I want Super Mario World again. And unfortunately the best way that I'm gonna do that is by having to play like user generated courses. Which aren't the same. Which aren't, yeah, yeah, which aren't the same, but yeah. No, like
0: I really like Mario Maker. I have fun going through course where I'm just playing random course. I just basically go into the like endless shuffle of them and yeah. just see what comes up. But um yeah, no, but it's, you, know, you it's too? No. He's I been watching already. on Twitch. I've been watching but, it on Twitch. But you can, there's definitely a discrepancy, not just in how well thought out they are, because there are some that are very well thought out in Mario Maker, but, like, the intentions of the level of design are very different.
2: Uh, so, like, let's say somebody recreates uh, World 1-1. Yeah. Just straight
0: up World 1-1. Yeah.
2: Do those get taken
0: down? I have no idea. That's a good question. And you know if you add a whole bunch of fireballs on Swivel, yeah, it yeah, becomes I saw a that. meme, it yeah. goes super viral.
2: Uh, but... <laughs> But like, would somebody be able to recreate all of? I think so. I think with, they could. Without Nintendo being like, no, no, no. Well, we, I don't know what Nintendo would. Can't have that. I don't know
0: why Nintendo would be upset. It's not like they're profiting off it in people, Nintendo's games.
1: Because people have literally remade like a bunch of other lo- levels from other properties. And Kevin, like, if what you're saying is and then everything to,
0: what I'm uh, saying is I need if you. you need so to I all need Mario you to remake Super to Mario. Yes, World okay, tomorrow. we're on the same okay. page. If that's what there you're saying, I agree. Um, I turn to possible. I turn to Angel because he's the one that's most. I don't have Mario Maker two. We can give you the copy, my copy, for a while if you want to recreate from start to finish the entirety of Super Mario World. Are you interested? I need an answer right here, right now. Mm, I guess not. Uh, Maybe not the
2: entirety, but like donut planes.
1: If the best level, yeah, that's
0: fine. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I'm good with that. But yeah, it's so Mario Maker and Mario listen, game. Listen, you can you can become one of the 2.42 million who bought the game, and then you can make us a stage. That's okay though okay well I, I tried i first offered it for free and i told him to buy it and somehow that didn't convince him
1: if i never had to play mario world again that'd be too soon
0: wow excuse me shots fired what do you have against mario world let's just screech this whole podcast to a halt what do you have against mario world sir it's aggressively average i he's just trolling us right <laughs> you, you no one can see kevin's face but he know, he but... made a face and it was a good face i, I mean it's a bad face but it was a good reaction to a bad comment
1: I, don't know, I I've never liked the game. Like it was always just kind of like okay for me. What's your favorite 2D Mario go? Do you even like 2D Mario? <laughs> I mean, I 100% at all of them,
0: but That doesn't answer my question. That is that is a dodge of a question if I've ever heard one.
1: I like I enjoy I like them enough to keep going. What's um, your favorite?
0: I don't know. Wow. I, guess, I guess I never really had a favorite. Interesting. We're really getting deep here on this episode. Bad memories love your secret hatred of 2D Mario. I, and like I said, I don't hate I know, them. Know,
1: They're know, just like, they were just never like, like oh my God, like oh. I love these. It was just kind of like, like, oh cool, let's play Mario. All right, I beat it. On to the next one. I like,
0: Mario's my favorite franchise, which is why I'm like, what?
1: It's like, I will always pick like, Donkey Kong Country 2 over any 2D Mario. Like, uh,
2: that way. well, I don't know who ever chooses Donkey Kong Country 2 <laughs> over one or three, but.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, 100%. is actually, weirdly enough, my favorite, I think.
2: Yeah, um, three's good. Yeah. I, I think. Don Kong Country one is probably my favorite, but but I mean
1: I really really like part one, like part one and two are like are definitely out there. But I just are like, you gonna
0: say is worse. Or you're about to say I mean worse?
1: I mean two I think only beats one because Diddy Kong because the overall sound I mean Diddy Kong is also in one, but true, true. <laughs> but I mean Diddy Kong is my favorite Kong and I like playing as Diddy and Dixie. It's I find like playing as them two were more fun than playing as a big, a, a big one and a little one or a big fat baby. Also the soundtrack for two I mean soundtrack for one is really really great, but I think there were more. There's just more creativity in part two than one. Like the g- levels have got like yeah, but that's, that's that's the only true. plus that's that true. I would
2: probably give. Yeah. I, the soundtrack's really good in. in, in it was also
1: just too. more challenging because I really love my challenging games. Like it I'm was about three,
0: shouldn't that directly be more creative even and more challenging even? It wasn't more I'd challenging. To... It
1: was just weird. I don't know. Like, wow, weird. I they could try to get game. creative, but it ended up not being as fun. In some aspects like those like mm-hmm. levels where you have to like throw into the background like where did those come
0: from Like that wasn't even... came from the future came from the 3DS is where it came from
1: I don't know Like I, I always thought those were just very out of place and not that great it also, is a little out of place also the final boss with um, Frank and K. Rule or whatever his name is was just super we're just the 90s spoiler cast today <laughs> oh Land. yeah I, no one cares I'm he's kidding. he's like the final boss Wario Land
0: and Donkey Kong 3 man like, I hope someone hasn't the, the, the
1: track for him and just the way you fight him was just really boring compared to the way you fight Captain K. Rule or King K. Rool like Captain K. Yeah. Rule felt like a nice progression of King K. K. Rool. This one just felt like they went backwards. Hmm. I mean, as far as the do The only bosses, one I'm actually
0: going like, to fight to the death know. about you is Mario World being bad.
1: Oh, no, it's not, it's not a bad game. It's just, I, in my it's own personal here. opinion, I thought it was just okay. I think I liked every keep 2D Mario it. game. Yeah, I just... I, I think every 2D Mario game that came after, I always thought was better than the one before. So we'll just keep it like that. Wait, Which what 2D came one came after? after? I guess Super Mario... Please DS, just say New, New, Super Mar- New Super Mario Bros. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait! Can I like somehow screech the podcast to a further screeching halt that I already screeched a few minutes ago? You're saying New Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo DS, the one that launched alongside the DS Lite, the one that was bit back to basics. I mean, on I, the guess console, I guess if we go console, I guess
1: it'd be New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Wait, what? I guess no, it's, it, going it's by DS. Console. It's DS.
0: We're not going by console. It's they're all one. Well, world. I mean, that
1: one didn't feel like a full game wait. compared to the Wii one. So. Okay,
0: but you're admitting the DS one is not better than World.
1: I probably had more fun playing it. I don't know.
0: I I I don't know. Okay. I mean uh, I, just, <laughs> I just straight up hate the new Super Mario Brothers games. You I mean you don't like how every third beat so, all the Emmys look at you and go, Bah.
1: I mean those games are like also just like aggressively sterile.
0: They're very sterile. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. but I did enjoy co oping all of them with Ovis. No, they're fun.
0: I enjoy them, but I I have trouble wrapping my head around their better. Like New than Super Mario Bros. View
1: I think was really good. That far. was also, really, the way really they individual. did individuals with like the Especially style new, and stuff. Especially with new, with Super Luigi, that was also like a really yeah. nice addition. That was
0: a good, pa, by the way, thank you. <laughs> I, so, I, little known fact about me: I practiced in front of the mirror once a week for the, since 2005,
1: six, five. Yeah, I think my brother's Youth is definitely better than Mario World easily.
0: Okay, well, he, he's saying that with a smirk because <laughs> he's trying to rile us up. But well, you know we, what? You know what? I'm not taking the bait because we have sales on this. No, I respect your wrong opinion. I, I respect that you have an opinion. That's on that's right. Have, that have you, you have played Super Mario
1: World like in the last decade? I beat
0: It's one a few games I beat multiple times. Have you played it in play. the last decade? Uh I played it on
1: Game Boy Advance Have Lance you played, when played it in the last decade? No. Play it and you'll I don't be know what, the would what would change. What
0: would change when I was a teenager? I'm not like that dumb. I understand if I was 6 and I like, crazy castle is fun.
1: But the just, just Mario world. When I'm like 16, I think you're I
0: you're gonna be like, like, whoa, oh. like,
1: like, you're gonna be like, well, this game is good, but I definitely like
0: thought there were no now I'm gonna specifically I not think that just to spite you. I almost <laughs> drove
2: all, all the way to West Covina to get a uh, Super Nintendo Classic, but I stopped
0: myself. Uh-huh. I do have a Super Nintendo Classic. I could go back and play it. Okay, okay, play it. yeah, okay you still... gonna do, I don't know if it'll be by next episode, but within the next couple episodes, so it's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, what <laughs> you're sure. saying, it'll happen. I don't know if it'll be next. in the next
1: couple episodes, like the next couple months,
0: with before, before our before episode Link's covering Links Awakening. So before the end of September, sometime because it's the last two weeks of September, I will report back on this show. Actually, you know what, Mario World impressions. Actually,
1: you know what, I'll give you the. Um, I bet you will lose interest in Mario World. Be- no, before like. Like, nope. they, it won't keep your interest enough to beat the game before nope. the end of the year. You do
2: not nope. lose your interest.
0: In you do not Mario lose World. your interest in Super Mario World. Fine. It's my all-time favorite beat game. Beat it before. I'm gonna beat it before the end of September, and I'll report no. back on this podcast. You're gonna beat it before the end of September. That's okay. why I just said it a minute ago. All right. And then you're like, oh you're no, I,
1: I, I wasn't expecting you just to play it. No, nope. I, I wasn't even expecting you to nope.
0: beat it. Gonna beat it. All right. You, if
1: you're going to come what, at, my, what, if you're <laughs> at my favorite
0: game, that's not me. What, what,
1: what is your definition of beat? Beat it.
0: Like, get it? to the end. Oh. oh, do you want me to do the secret world, too? I thought you are going to beat every level. I would say get to, get to the end credits. Get to the end credits. We'll see about every level. Oh, depends right. on, well, like, like, it depends on... Well, I'm going to be traveling a couple like 10 times. minutes. Well, the, end, the, the last world is like 10 minutes long, yeah. So
1: No, the whole game. No, if you cheese not. it, like with your shortcuts
0: and all that stuff. Well, oh, well, if you're playing with shortcuts, of course it's not as good a game because you're not experiencing the full breadth of it. Anyway... We're getting really off track. All, right. all I'm saying is I'm going to report back before the end of September. The right.
1: So first to last level, no level skips. Like you're like one path. Like no yeah. like prep, backtracking. Well I'll do
0: whatever. like the, the forks like the two different exits sometimes but I'm not going to do like the, the jump all the way like just do five levels and you're okay. done. Okay, that so was
1: maybe. exciting. I'm, I'm excited that you're going yeah, no, you, you to yeah. potential You don't
0: come at my favorite game like this, no.
1: <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not saying you guys are wrong for thinking what you guys, I mean, you, people like what they I mean, they you like.
0: literally were like, you should play it again because you're wrong, and you realize you're wrong, so you no.
1: did say that. No, I, I said, play it again, and you might think that. I, mean, right. I don't know. Okay. Opinions but, change. I thought Luigi's Mansion was amazing, and then I replayed it, and then I'm like, oh, it's not that great. But you know what is great? It's still better than the 3DS one, but it's not as great as I thought You know what
0: is great? Sales of Switch hardware. How's that for smooth? Uh, no, but just to sort of your back on track a little, um... Mario Maker 2 was the only game that came out, right, in, in this core that sold well, but sales of Switch hardware somehow were still... Wow, I really just hard-turned into this. But sales of Switch hardware somehow were actually up 13% this quarter versus the same period a year ago with fewer games. Um, 13, there's some... you say? What? Whoa. Yeah. Nintendo yeah. moved... <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is he looking at? Nintendo moved 2.13 million units um, this past quarter, which means that Switch's lifetime sales are now at 36.7 million units. Yeah. Um, some outside analysts said that puts it on pace with the PS4's trajectory in the same time frame of its existence, and that's ex- including the fact that the PS4 had an extra holiday season, and Switch is still matching it without that holiday season. And, like, technically, I should be fair, there was also Labo VR that came out this quarter, but that didn't really do anything. They didn't even mention it in the financials. I mean, and I don't think Captain Toe Gang VR mode that was announced the other day, I don't think that's going to move any numbers Vingers, and yeah. yeah no one's gonna care but yeah it, somehow even with just those with just that one big game Nintendo software sales were up 26 percent year over year Switch software's now sold over 210 million since the Switch came out that's a lot of games and the driving force of all this were the evergreens because they just keep selling like we already mentioned Mario Kart 8 sold like 1.2 million that means that to put it in perspective the Switch version of the game is now at 18 million copies. Well, technically 17.89, but I'm rounding. And that's as of June 30th. It's probably over 18 by now. And if you add the original Wii U version into that total, too, because it's the same game, 26 million copies of Mario Kart 8 have been sold. That means it's the second most popular Mario Kart ever, only behind the Wii one, which came with the wheel, and sold 37.2 million. So no, that one's not even that good. No, it's not. I'd say it's one of the weaker ones. Um, so it's crazy that this one's doing this well. And it wasn't just Mario Kart. Like, Smash Bros. moved another nearly million copies this past quarter, 920,000 to be exact, which means it sold, as of end of June, probably past it by now, 14.73 million. And that makes it very, very close, like within a few hundred thousand, of beating out Smash 4's Wii U and 3DS sales combined, Mm. which would make it the best-selling Smash Bros. ever. And it did it in eight months?
2: <laughs> good, for, good for Nintendo. We used yeah. Total flopped. and I, maybe not Total Flop, but I mean it flopped.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. it, it really did. And like, what's crazy is over forty percent of Switch owners already own Smash Bros. That's a lot of people that own Smash Bros. And Mario Odyssey still moving another half a million copies. Its sales are now actually slightly higher than Smash, also around fifteen million. Odyssey was great. Yeah, Breath of the Wild moved another eight hundred forty thousand units, which means it's now at thirteen point six million total. Was I don't like int- that game, but. Cool. interesting what's interesting about that one though besides your lack of liking it which i want to dig deeper into is um it has now sold mo- more copies there are more copies of breath of the wild on switch sold than there were wii u sold total so everything's like doing well for Nintendo. like you said it's, it's a nice turnaround after after um the wii u and like even games that like you wouldn't expect to be doing so well are doing very really well new super mario brothers u deluxe has sold over 4 million copies since it came out in January. Why? I don't know. 790 of those were just in the past three months, because it's, like, super easy and accessible and apparently better than Mario World, according to someone at this table. Um, yeah. It's... I mean, it's not really a comparison. Wow, he's just really digging deeper. Just keep going. Yeah, I know, I know. And then lose it.
1: Looks-wise, I could give you that, like, by space, but just, like, level design-wise, I mean...
0: I, I, I set yeah. us up for this moment right just here. keep going, just know keep why. Going. Uh, Pokemon, <laughs> it's, just, it's like every time I say Mario, go back. By the way, <laughs> Mario World is not good. No, but uh, Pokemon Let's it Go. It could be your favorite game. No one can take that away. They're trying. <laughs> no. <laughs> po- I know, I'm kidding. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go, we're at 11 million with that array. 350,000 more sold this quarter, which is roughly what a Pokemon game does at this point in its life. So it's not bad. Like well, some people are like, oh, let's go underperforms, not doing well. It is doing more the like, half-step remake sequels in the full yeah. generations. But it's still, like, selling on pace with what you expect. It's not, like, this horrible, awful thing that doesn't sell that everyone seems to supposedly hate, even though... Know. Yeah, like, uh, Sword and Shield is gonna be crazy. But... Mm-hmm. Especially if you pair it with the Switch Lite, which, like, all the kids are gonna have. It's gonna be nuts. Um, I think the biggest surprise, though, and we kind of touched on this before, but Super Mario Party, 7 million copies sold. Well, 6.99. They sold... 699000 nine nine thousand just this past quarter. I don't know. Like, the game's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not... I'm not. My concern here isn't that the game is a runaway success. It deserves it. It's fun. I'm surprised that Nintendo hasn't made DLC. Like, we were kind of talking about this before, but, like, what are they... Waiting for? ...doing? Yeah, it's a ripe opportunity. Just release old minigames, release old boards, do something, anything, because you've got 7 million people out there with a fun, albeit bare-bones, Mario Party, and I'm sure at least a decent chunk of them would buy more content. Like, would you buy more? You have it. Would you buy more content if they released it?
1: Mm, depends. If it, But I'd be happy to... I'd be happy that there is content. Into, and to look into it. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely look into How it. How
0: did the uh, the Top 100 sell? Um, Not spectacularly. No. It did... I mean, I think it did... I wonder why
1: literally the game no one asked for on the platform, no but wants. it's the game that everybody
0: wants. Yeah, like, yeah, I want it. If a it was
1: Twitch. on a console, it would
2: have. Oh if it was on Switch, it probably it would be. blown up. If they yeah. take
0: top one hundred mini game selection, and just make it like an expansion pack for Mario Party for Super Mario Party. They're golden. They can even bundle it and re release it as like Super Mario Party. I mean, I'd probably, I that's that's a, that, that's a
2: lot of work for them to do, though.
0: And they just, I mean, they they port stuff like, all the time these days. They could just up-res it basically.
2: Yeah, I guess an up would probably be the only way that you can go with the top 100. Yeah, yeah,
0: but it's just crazy that they haven't released any DLC, and this is one of their top-selling games now. And there's like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, the same is true for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You know, we're talking about being the number one-selling Switch game. 48% of Switch owners own Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Not a... Yeah, that's fine. Not a... (laughs) In case no one heard that, he stole my water bottle cap. But, uh, no, not a single piece of DLC has been made for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I mean, yeah, it comes with DLC from original Mario Kart 8, but they're just sitting on this game with no new content and from like a business perspective, it's like it kinda blows my mind until I wasn't milking it in any way, shape, or form. Just lay it right out. Actually somehow the only milking this is really I'm doing it. Somehow the only milking that's happening is one two switch managed to pass three million units sold this quarter. I don't know who's still milking cows or who's buying the game, but forty thousand people from April to June in the year 2019 we're like yeah that's the game I'm going to buy
2: it's an okay tech demo to, it is, to show off what's yeah. I just what's possible with it I
0: just don't like I enjoyed it when it came out but I'm just thinking there's so many things you spend money on now that have more m- meat on the boat can't believe
1: so, they even said it's name again
0: and you mean I said the name oh. <laughs> Um the, the thing that kind of I don't understand is okay so you Switch is still selling so be it
1: no Nintendo like the, They I can't believe like, they be bothered to like, re-advertise it again
0: with what? I, I do that, know what you're talking about, but I forgot. I want
1: to say they brought up with the voucher, that like you could buy like this game oh, yeah. or that game. Yeah. I'm like, really? Because, well, because... <laughs> like, this game, you're going to spend your 50 bucks on this apparently, game.
0: apparently, there's still people buying it. $40,000 this quarter. $3 million They sold. have no
1: shame thinking that that game is still worth 50 bucks.
0: I, Nintendo never drops their prices. The game vouchers are bold. Like, the fact that they're doing the game voucher, the fact that they're doing the, the free week, the game trial, the fact that they're dropping Mario Tense by a third in price, that's all very un-Nintendo. Like, very un-Nintendo. It's strange, but um, yeah. Once you switch, like, okay, fine. Say what you will about the game. I'm obviously like kind of making fun of it, but three million people. How are you not releasing new DLC for it? Like, how are you just not? Why is Nintendo not? Because I think
2: games? Nintendo also knows that people are literally only going to buy this game to show it off to their friends. Yeah, I, I think that's they. They don't have to that's do a good it. Point, yeah. They don't. Have, they don't have to do any more work for it. Like, yeah, they and I'm sure it's not an expensive game to make. No. I mean, so. they just had to hire some actors. <laughs> it's Full yeah. motion video. Just a couple, yeah.
0: yeah. Add some green screens, yeah. Some but yeah, I mean, I guess to your- CG cow udders and- Right. Yeah, and, I get, and just some nice milking gestures. Yeah. But so. I, I guess, yeah, to your point, it's not like Nintendo necessarily needs to do DLC for all these games. Because, like, um, there's this Japanese- <laughs> Did you use your other ball cap? You're really uh... bad at this. But anyway, what I was going to say is there's this Japanese um, anal- analytics firm called- Riskmasters, which is a great name for an analytics firm, and they say that Nintendo has the second most cash on hand of any company in Japan, only behind Toshiba. They have $7.79 billion in cash, sitting in the bank, ready to go. That's crazy. Like, just the revenue this past quarter was $1.58 billion. That's up about 2.4% for a year ago, which is not percentage-wise huge, but that's a big number. So, maybe you're right. Maybe they don't need all that DLC. Yeah, they, they could just keep milking it, literally.
2: Um, I do think that that Super Mario Party probably needs DLC because yeah. I don't know anybody who's still playing that. If you're buying a Switch and you want to show it off, you're most likely going to buy 1-2-Switch. Uh, just show it off to your parents. You know, I, I showed my parents 1-2-Switch.
0: I never bought 1-2-Switch, weirdly. He did.
2: Well, well, how many people... No one. I
0: live a sad, you, lonely that, life. Well, yeah. But like how many
2: people <laughs> that you know... So quick to agree. <laughs> didn't,
0: uh... Buy 1-2-Switch? Yeah, buy 1-2-Switch. Um, actually, most of the Switch owners I know didn't buy it. Besides nope. you guys. Like, outside of our circle? Yeah. Mm. But then again, yeah, actually, now I think about it. Yeah. But I think they all know someone who has it. Like, that's why only, like, our group, yeah. like, only Angel has it, because we could just come here. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I think, I think what's also kind of interesting is we talk about how Nintendo does necessarily need to spend the money to develop DLC. They... Not only are they raking in money in general, but, like, Switch right now, just as it is, without the DLC, 89% of their business this past quarter was the switch
1: well yeah the 3ds yeah. is dying down exactly uh,
0: exactly smartphone games and ip expansion was six percent 3ds was barely three percent and we kind of touched on earlier but they you know it, it's hardware sales were two hundred thousand this last quarter software is under two million um and then they have a final if someone's doing the math at home like that's only 98 percent. you are correct sir or madam the other two percent is other whatever that is so business they still still selling those uh those cards the Sim. amiibo cards? Oh, oh the the Thunder yeah. cards. Yeah, yep, that's what it is. But yeah, if you if you take that eighty nine percent and then pair it with what Switch is going to do for the rest of the year, like you just extrapolate that out. You know, we got the monthly drumbeat of new games, we've got um already Fire Emblem Three Houses is blowing up. Last episode we were taught me and Angel were talking about like oh yeah, there's no buzz around this. How weird. It has buzz now. It is oh, yeah. it it's sales in the UK specifically were nearly double that of Awakening which previously was the best selling Fire Emblem Fates didn't didn't Whoa. surpass Fates. Uh, Awakening Fates I think came in a little under shut Awakening. the door there's no door for me to close mm. <laughs> but I could find, yeah, I there's get plenty up. of doors there's a door right up. there alright I'm, no I'm not gonna do it but um yeah so we were wrong about Fire Emblem not getting much buzz but then on top of that you know we got the Switch Lite in September. We got Zelda. We got Dragon Quest XI, which, thanks to Hero and Smash, is now the number one selling game on Amazon's video game chart as of right now, mm. the Switch version. Uh, then there's Luigi. Then there's Pokemon. All of this happening with the Evergreens probably continuing to sell at the numbers we were just talking about. So like, they they're gonna make so much money this year, and that's not even including China. We haven't even touched on China. Just uh, this past Friday, well, we're recording on Friday, so today, uh, Nintendo and its dis- distribution partner in China, um, Tencent. They had a press conference. They outlined their plans to bring Switch to that huge untapped market of China. Um, it's not really surprising. Like, due to the great firewalls, they call it, like, Tencent's going to do all the server stuff. You're only going to be able to play online within China. Like, Mario Kart 8's going to lose its online mode, worldwide part, at least. Um, and, like, Tencent's going to run the eShop. They're going to have this cloud save servers. Um, but they're going to launch it with, like, all the big hitters. So it's going to have Mario Kart, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, um, yeah it's kind of big and then apparently they're getting exclusive games over there ubisoft interestingly enough is making a Rabbids themed party game that is china themed and as of now is only coming to chinese switches it's sort of called well i don't know what it's called actually i think it's called something like Rabbids adventure party or Rabbids go west or something but the premise is it's the the rabbits, and they all look like they're kind of dressed in traditional chinese garb or like you know emperor clothes and all that and it's a Standard Megan compilation, but the premise is them exploring the rest of the world from China as their home base.
3: Hmm.
0: I'd be interested to see if they bring it west if it changes any. But it doesn't necessarily have to, that's the thing. Well, but the Switch isn't region locked, is it? It isn't, hmm. but I don't know if the online, if there is online, let's say, will work. They definitely made China.
1: it a point to say that you can play whatever game you want on this.
0: Yes. Except you can't, because in China... They are changing Mario Kart. They are changing things. They are region-specific. You might be able to import stuff, but I don't know if they'll get through whatever government restrictions because China is very locked down. Is that the only
1: of... reason they partnered with the Tencent? Tencent?
0: Yeah, because Tencent was basically their way to get in. The Tencent. Tencent was their way to get in. They wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise to get approval that quick and everything. Am I getting... Tencent is probably the... biggest publisher in the world. I don't know if that's But,
2: but, but I know they're... So, like... Amazon is huge, but there's
0: one more marketplace above. Amazon? Oh, Alibaba. Is that, oh, yeah, that's. I
2: was good yeah. Alibaba is a Chinese company as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. yeah.
0: Yes, it is. So Tencent's like the giant tech company of China, and and they own like WeChat and all that. Which interestingly, you'll actually be able to pay with WeChat in the eShop in China, which is a huge get for Nintendo over there because everyone uses WeChat. That's like that's like a direct. Like, oh yeah, I can use Venmo Venmo inside your. It's kind of like how we have PayPal actually, better one. Um, and yeah, and then Alibaba is the big Amazon equivalent. But, yeah, so this is going to be huge for Nintendo. I mean, Mario, Mario and Rabbids was one of the, I think, the only top 10 game of all time for Switch, sales wise, that was by a third party. So just having the Rabbids over there opens the door to all sorts of opportunities for them. And the like, I kind of like the Rabbids now. I didn't, like, they, I like the original, then they got too goofy, but now they've kind of, like, shifted back a little. So I, I don't mind. I mean, what, do you guys have opinions of the Rabbids one way or another? Uh, I was Just really close ones. to
2: buying uh, Mario Rabbids uh, it's fun. Kingdom Battle. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kingdom Battle, yeah. But that's only because uh, I love XCOM, and that was a very XCOM game. Very much so. Uh, never ended up getting it. That's If they I mean, put out a draw Th- for that, um, that's definitely
0: a game that
1: I get on. I, 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 mean, I, I mean, Oba seemed to really like it. He beat the main campaign and, and the, the deal feeling. Yeah. Which is weird because he does not like XCOM. Maybe with the Nintendo... Filter Maybe, that got again, yeah. but because yeah. it's basically the same game, right? But yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's a very little bit, sim- there's,
2: there's some differences, but but it's the, the same basic premise. Mm-hmm. Of, Maybe it's more
1: pick up of, and play than XCOM, it's, it's
0: more approachable.
1: Yeah. yeah, makes sense,
0: but yeah, it that would be a great one for the game trials because it's DLC is done, they're doing like in game events that no one really pays attention to, mm-hmm. but they could get a huge resurgence. Um, but yeah, whatever happens with Ravage, whether it comes west or not, um. I think a bigger takeaway from all this Switch success we're seeing on the financials and in general, like the you know the strong sales this quarter without many new games, the promise that the numbers are really going to blow up once the drumbeat starts going again, um, it's going to mean a lot for third-party support in general. Like I think we're finally starting to see the Switch reach or really surpass the point where third parties are now considering it. Like, oh, should we should we bring this game here now? I don't know. Like I think we're at the point where we're getting third parties like, yeah, just bring everything. like bring the weird stuff, bring stuff you wouldn't expect. And I think the prime example of that. Is out of nowhere.
1: Goat Simulator.
0: Yes, that is coming to Switch. It might already be on Switch. It's the Game of the Year edition, or the Goat edition, if you will. Greatest of all time. Wow, throwing but, that out there. And it came true. You just yeah. willed it into existence. But no, um, Obsidian—they're bringing the might Outer be just Worlds power for good. You should, but you definitely won't. Um, but yeah, they're knowing you. They're yeah, Outer Worlds on Switch. Like I'm how, so hyped. Up how for wild that game.
2: is that? That's that's awesome.
1: Uh, so what is Outer
2: Worlds? So it's Obsidian Entertainment. It's Obsidian is comprised of a lot of X I believe Fallout. it's yeah, uh not maybe Black Isle Studios or Black Tusk Studios, which were the OG Fallout games. So Fallout One, Fallout Two, uh and then this game is very Fallout ish. If you add just a little bit of Borderlands' attitude
0: and a dash of the focus on like consumerism and capitalism of uh, of uh, yeah
1: yeah oh, world the one that one trailer where like mm-hmm. you just in a very colorful environment and some weird planet or something like that now perhaps so, an outer so, world so if you will and it had like a narrator narrating it does have yes. yes yes yeah, yeah oh, they premiered
0: at the Game Awards and I remember sitting there going oh, this is cool. And they're going like, yeah. oh, this is really elaborate. Oh, oh, this isn't coming to Switch. I'm just going to not pay attention anymore. This isn't coming to Switch. <laughs> and then, sure enough, here we are. And they just casually put out video. Like, yeah, so... um, The only bummer Switch. is
2: that... Yeah, the only bummer is that it's going to come out after... Yeah. After the... Uh, the What, the PS4, Xbox? So, I'm, and, yeah. so you're so getting it on October 4? and this comes out later. No, I'm probably oh, going to get it on
1: PC.
0: Ah, but. makes sense. But it's cool that it's there. Because, like, imagine... You know, between, like, this and, let's say, The Witcher, which is coming to Switch as well, like, suddenly the likes of a Borderlands or a Grand Theft Auto or a Fallout, it just feels that much more possible. On oh, I, mean, I forgot I'm playing The Witcher. Borderlands
2: made it, onto, uh, made it onto the Vita, so I don't see why it wouldn't be able yeah, to make it yeah. onto this, to the Switch. But it's just,
0: like, the idea... Well, wasn't that kind of a spinoff, or was it a main
2: Borderlands? No, it was Borderlands 2 on oh. on the Vita, but it was very, Bad. very watered down. Ah, Well, this like, one might be was, somewhat watered down. I don't think there was any multiplayer and not as many uh on screen enemies mm. along with a vi- visual downgrade obviously right Man, I Yeah. wish I...
1: marvel versus capcom ultimate 3 made it to the switch since it was also on vita God just reminded me of that you I never think.
0: know The companies like porting old games i mean look no further than like the dooms that just came out or
2: <laughs> that's true uh they ported ultimate 3 to the pc i think after infinite came out or maybe oh yeah right... it, came,
1: it came out like randomly i don't know where for, like, a little bit, and then... But was it after
2: Infinite came out, or...?
1: I think it was a little bit before. It was, like, after Infinite was announced. Because for the last couple of years, you weren't allowed to buy almost any of the Marvel Capcom fighting games. A lot of the old ones, because mm. they were, I guess, Capcom and Disney were having it out, or I don't know. But now they're talking again, because they just released the cabinet that anyone right. could buy. That's right. Marvel's Capcom and whatever. So... Mm.
0: I do I do legitimately, like I was saying it time cheap, but I'm kinda serious. Like if you look at how much attention re releases of Doom got and you look at the fact that Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is doing well on Switch, apparently it had like un- unconfirmed numbers, it had a really strong opening weekend apparently. So if you look at that, it's not that and you look at Capcom loving to port things to Switch. It's not that outlandish to think that I could come to Switch at some point. Well, I mean, Doom blew up. is like, like Doom is like your favorite right
1: game, are you going to get all the three because it's like your favorite game now or something? Well, it's not
0: my favorite game. I'm just it's cool that they did it. Um, I mean, no. it's only five bucks for one and two. You just have to get over that hump of they accidentally, quote-unquote, put DRM on it that makes you log into Bethesda Net. Now, they claim, they claim that it was supposed to be optional, and then you get to be part of the Slayer Club or whatever it's called, and you get perks in, in New Doom. I, how do you accidentally. You, you're QAing the thing. How do you not go, gee, <laughs> this screen won't let me exit? So that that's them covering for themselves. But I, I do think um, Doom 3 coming to Switch was kind of a cool surprise. Panic Button actually did the port. It's a little up res, I believe. And it's only 10 Didn't bucks. Panic and...
1: Button do Sonic Boom? Oh, I'm thinking no. Big Red Button. Yeah,
0: Panic Button did Doom on Switch and Wolfenstein on Switch and other games on Switch that involve. Tark? I don't think they're doing Tark, but there is. A Turok coming to Switch this week as well. Turok 2, Seeds of Evil, they're porting the Switch. Oh, what do you on... know? There's, it's, in all, the... it's almost as if you like, saw an outline of topics coming up. Doom 3 <laughs>
1: is a very... I actually didn't know about baby. Turok.
0: I've heard Doom 3 is interesting because it's um, kind of a horror game. Yeah, it's its definitely
2: more more horror than, than action. Mm. Uh, one, of the, one of the big things that people had a problem with uh, when it released was... You're going through corridors, but they're super dark... Yeah, and you have a flashlight, and at no point can you attach the flashlight to a gun. So you're just switching between oh. flashlight and gun.
1: When you fire, does that at least light up the core? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you get the muzzle flashes, but but like the same. Like, but know. eventually, people were like, "Yeah, we'll just mod in the, uh, a flashlight <laughs> to your gun," Which... and then people people had like fun little mods of like they had the back signal as like the, uh, as like awesome. the fly flight.
0: Which right. you unfortunately can't do with the Switch. You no. It. But me. it is only 10 bucks, so it's kind of like do you put up with that for 10 bucks? just to say it's so,
1: so, Were you the ones that shared Woody playing Sekiro or something like that?
0: No, that was, uh, that was Matthew, I believe. Oh, that was hilarious. It is a video going around the internet for those who don't know any of the parties involved in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: because like cause I, I saw the video before I read any of the context and I'm all like like whoa what is this game this looks awesome and then well I also like saw Tiny and then I zoomed in and I'm like oh this looks familiar but yeah, that would have been cool
0: but yeah you know the thing about the Dooms and the thing about Turok which is yes it's coming to Switch this Thursday it's an up-res version that's many consider it like one of the best games of all time 64 shooters which one? Turok 2 Oh yeah, play. yeah, the turkey. Yeah, beloved, um, yeah, and it's support. coming to switch literally this week out of nowhere. But the the thing about all these that people aren't picking up on, and why I think like a Marvel versus Capcom could actually work, is we everyone says they want a virtual console. We have one; it's just not called that. The Switch is getting so many ports from so many different generations that we basically are getting an ad hoc, pay as you go. Everyone's branding it differently. Virtual console. The Switch is the all. Yeah, it's throwing Banjo Kazooie. Am we good?
1: yeah which could
0: happen and there's rumors that even stuff like doom 64 might be coming which is so that one's interesting yeah, that was trademarked right yeah so pe- uh, the peggy rating board in europe Their E S R B. yes I, I love how it's 13. always i love how it's always the same guy doing it in every trailer <laughs> right? sure. do you think he gets paid for every single one i i hope he gets residuals so that'd be great for him mm-hmm. um but they put out a rating for doom 64 on pc and ps4 which is uh, not that, Switch, that, yeah. That, which yeah, is that's not what, Switch, but the Dooms that did come to Switch a couple of, on Doomsday, as I like to call it. Um, they also got Peggy Rangs only for PS4 and PC, and then showed up on Switch anyway. Ooh. So Doom sixty four is probably coming, but it's just you know, like all these things are happening at once, and it's just like, oh, if everyone just keeps porting. I mean, things, wouldn't it be, be weird if a Doom
1: sixty four wouldn't come out on Nintendo? It'd be very
0: weird, especially because I can't think of a single other game that kept the sixty four in its name when it got re released. Can you? I can't think of a sixty four. We're gonna get season. four
1: through sixty three. I guess sixty-four
0: DS. But ha. He's got jokes as good as my Doomsday one. Yes. We will get all sixty-four individual Doom games that have ever been released. Correct. Um the one except the one exception to all is like, oh yeah, all these games are kind of switch is Because, like actually, can you imagine? Let's say Witcher does well. Let's say Outer Worlds does well. I think Witcher will do well. I Outer so.
2: Worlds is more niche than The Witcher. Which is not going to be 50
1: bucks, right? Because I got it for five bucks. It probably will. With all the deals. It's going to come
0: with um, physical items if you buy it physically. It will definitely be more expensive. You're paying for the portability, is going to be the pitch. But let's say they all do well. Is it that absurd to suddenly be like, huh, could Cyberpunk happen?
2: No, no, God, no. I didn't think Outer World could happen. No, Cyberpunk is not going to happen. Well, so Crazy, Jason. Okay. So, I guess so. <laughs> no, because because the outer worlds Obsidian has gone out of their way to say this is not an 100 hour game. There's going to be a, a tight 30, 20 to 30 uh, hour experience. So it's, so, fidelity, it's
0: the, <laughs> so it's not so much the fidelity. It's the so it's so much the fidelity. It's the amount of stuff you could cram on. Yeah. The game. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because
2: yeah. Cyberpunk is going to be an up yeah. plus 100 hour game plus the visual. Fidelity I just fought on my
0: Switch. You call me breathtaking at three. I were you in the audience for that? Yeah, I was. I was at the mm. Xbox conference. I'm a little jealous. Yeah, it was. It was a great moment. Um, yeah, but so okay. So I guess Cyberpunk might not happen. The yeah. other, but yes, CD
2: Project Red did say that they had multiple uh, Cyberpunk projects in the works. Hmm. Or maybe what? they didn't say it, but it was very. But it was rumored. What if it's like a
0: side story or a prequel? Yeah, but to those That'd things be cool. absolutely do yeah. on Switch because yeah. they're definitely they have so much attention on that game. They could yeah. totally build a whole universe. Um, the one exception that isn't coming to Switch, a hundred percent. EA so that's a company not a game just to clarify the Switch here and topic but during their earnings call their CEO a guy named Andrew Wilson pretty plainly explained that they just don't plan to support the Switch in any meaningful way besides their like half-baked FIFA updates um, here's the quote I'm just going to read it we have a lot of data that would suggest a great many Switch owners also own a PS4 or an Xbox One or a PC and very often choose to play the games that we make on those platforms even though they have a Switch and they enjoy a lot of great content on the Switch End quote. Now, I, I do get that on some level. Like, why well, invest if they have data suggesting nobody's going to buy it? But what, where is this data coming from? Because they didn't really release much on Switch. <laughs> they have FIFA, and they had Unravel 2. That's it. Well, Unravel 2 didn't sell as well as the first one. That's true across, yeah, across so, all systems. I'm yeah, sure it didn't so. do well on Switch, but it's odd that there's like, well, if Unravel 2 didn't sell well no point in giving them The Sims no point in giving them Plants vs. Zombies no point in giving them any Star Wars game like if I was Disney I'd be super mad that the people I gave the Star Wars license to are ignoring the entire Switch audience which is a lot of kids which is a lot of a uh, very Disney. prime yeah market for Star Wars like I'd be like what are you doing I mean did...
1: they could just not support it with the games that I don't, yeah, know, don't you know? okay so
0: don't give us Need for Speed don't give us yeah, uh, that, like I feel like field.
1: Plants vs. Zombies and all those other games will do really really well yeah like Switch. think
0: about Garden Warfare that's perfect for the Splatoon audience any oh, of the, wow, yeah, any yeah. of the, and I've
1: actually always wanted to play that one just to yeah. play. Like any of the <laughs> pop
0: cap games, any of those more casual games would be fine for like party scenarios with the Switch. Like it just, it's so weird to me. Like if I was a developer at EA and oh, yeah, I worked wait, on these properties, I'd be like, oh, we're we're not bringing it to we the get console. The
1: Octopus game, where that was like the last game we got before Oct- EA, No, 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 no. It's like, oh no, at no, no, the get, get, no. get on. It's like it's by the guy that did Plants vs. Zombie. It's not an EA game. He oh. left, but we
0: did get from them. They did publish uh-huh. an indie game. I forgot what it's called, it's escaping me, but it, um, it's like purple, and you're a wolf, and you're running to a forest, but that's not what EA's talking about here. They're talking about their real games. Like, oh, yeah, their they're indie. Oh, you mean FIFA? Other, yeah. What? You mean FIFA? Like. I mean anything that has EA's actual developers working on opposed to, mm-hmm. to them just publishing for indies, but... Yeah, I, I really thought there was hope because like earlier this year, I think it was where you know Unravel Two's happening, and then oh, there's rumors that the Frostbite engine is going to be optimized for Switch, and it all looked really positive, and then all that fell apart.
2: I'm surprised that they didn't bring out Apex Legends out on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, because that's not a, that's not a graphically intensive game,
0: and it doesn't seem like a hardware intensive game either. And Fortnite is huge. Yeah, and Fortnite is Switch, huge on the Switch, and yeah. Paladins is big on Switch, and all those are big on Switch, and it's weird that like they wouldn't do that. Yeah, because even respawns, like, hey, we're not ruining Do it Do you out. still
1: play Overwatch once in a while?
0: If
2: Overwatch, no. Overwatch, I'm I'm kind of done. I like think Overwatch could come what to What character... Ability. Overwatch can, can absolutely yeah. come What was the
1: last character that was announced when you played, when you were still playing?
2: Overwatch, what was the, the last character? Oh,
1: like, man. Was it the hamster? No, it was Baptiste. Oh. It was the, uh... I didn't the... realize there were more characters after the hamster. Yeah. There was... I remember Brigitte and the hamster. Uh, yeah, and there was some. Forget, uh, is, is that the dude ball. with the shield? I don't know. He has like an invincibility shield. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. I wonder what else they've announced. I, mean, I, I, I think the designs. Yeah,
2: they announced yeah. A new hero that hero uh, that is currently in beta right now. Oh. Uh, the one without shoes, priority. right? Yeah. The, yeah, the guy with. Uh, yeah. No shoes. No um, shoes.
0: Yeah. Are you a FI-K? Am I what? Are you a FI-K? No. Is that why you keep bringing up the shoes thing? No, I'm not Quentin Tarantino. There's a lot of feet Oh, that meant the other way like out. maybe
1: like it really bothered him. I don't no,
0: know. It, no, that I saw so basically they apparently gave him shoes the, because the Corrin... he broke out of a mental hospital of some sort. So the lack of shoes is supposed to represent that he's mentally unstable and there's like almost like a for little for mini Corrin Twitter is controversy. Mentally
1: unstable? What? For crying yeah, I wouldn't stable. say mentally
0: unstable. More like he's an escapee. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but then like people are like, "How dare you like show people from mental hospitals without shoes to imply they're insane and they're like no literally his plot is he escaped from one so that's why he doesn't have shoes yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's what I like brought up but um yeah I feel like we're at the same point where stuff like Overwatch could happen anything that's not EA apparently you know like I wouldn't be surprised if Desma is Hearthstone the Switch no yet? it's not no. that one really surprises
1: yeah. me cause yeah.
0: yeah and like Diablo 3 did really well so like they are know, there a lot of they free know people to that, play, that play, these like, things.
1: are there any free to play games like there are co- there's Elder are there Scrolls
0: any- card game, whatever it's called, that's coming. There's another one that just oh, came out, that's right. by indies, uh, by an indie studio. There's that free to play Elder Scrolls game as well. Yeah. The uh, yeah the quest. There's, no. Uh, wow, I should know because I played. Aren't they bringing Lord of the Lord Rings 3. card game? There's Lord of the Rings card game. There's settlers of Catan that you could play, but if you want to play multiplayer, only online, not local, because they couldn't figure out uh, how, well, how. That one's I different it. though. That I, one's the, I know. The, I know, I know. Yeah.
1: Um, and I guess well I guess um, Fortnite is a free to play game that you can survive off, off it's own currency uh, yeah V-Bucks yeah I mean Hurston you could definitely survive off it's own currency yeah but,
0: but yeah I, uh, Elder Scrolls it, it's not Quest it's Con- Blades. Blades 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 Sorry. yeah Which oh, is that's, a, that's yeah. also free to play right? uh, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Actually, I actually kind of liked it at E3 yeah, like yeah I the, men- the Switchblade joke and I, yeah, that, yeah. You know. I think I mentioned it um, on our E3 episode but it's actually a pretty fun like throwback to like first person dungeon crawlers um yeah, it was a good playthrough. Speaking of playthroughs, I think we're done with news, but we do have what we're playing, which is many, there's many of us here, so there could be many things. Uh, Angel, you want to start? You're playing some new releases.
1: Um, Very small one, so I'll, I'll be, it, it won't be long, but essentially, the first one was just My Switch Force Collection. I mean, I already talked about the first, I guess, every My Force game. Besides Academy, because that's the only one that wasn't released on a Nintendo platform.
0: That's the multiplayer one
1: too. Yeah, so you get Mighty Switch Force One, which is really great. You get Mighty Switch Force Hyper Drive Edition, which is just HD, which is the exact same game, but yeah, it's a little with... weird that
0: they're both there.
1: Yeah, but... oh,
2: this is not the game that I was expecting.
0: What are we talking about, Mighty Switch Force?
2: Mighty Switch Force. Uh, oh, it's super I get part-time. I get this confused with uh with Mighty Gunvolt.
1: Oh, or Mighty Flip Force. <laughs> they have a lot of okay. Mighty games, Sorry. but. Yeah, so, I mean, both of them, it's the exact same game, but the art, like, one is pixel art and one is, like, hand drawn, traditionally animated. So, I mean, I kind of have incentive to play both just because it looks very different, especially on a TV. Right. Um, You do lose on the 3D effect, which was kind of, like, the whole reason it probably even got conceived. It really is, yeah. Yeah, and then you play, then you get Might of Switch Force 2, where you're a fireman and it changes the mechanics a lot, and it's really fun. And obviously, the biggest difference or the one i'm meaning to talk about is my Fourth academy where that one just takes everything you learned from the first three games and turns it into a four-player co-op game which is really interesting because everyone so essentially the game revolves around you press the shoulder button and it makes platforms go from the background to the foreground and vice versa and sometimes they have multiple layers of them where you could rotate between a bunch of them and if you're standing and on a I guess in an area where a platform will be while someone presses the button to switch it you will die. So you have to coordinate with everyone else to be like alright I'm about to switch in 3, 2, 1 and the counting is actually really important because I have killed my teammates many many times and they have also killed me many many times like that but once you like are all in sync or you have someone just task them with being the flipper and everyone else just like, kind of works around their countdown I don't know it's really really fun like I didn't... Ex- it's fun and challenging and it's also... They also have these part-times that are really fun to beat because they're just out of reach. So you're always like, all right, cool, we could beat it Well, we play the level. And the levels are short enough that you don't get bored of them. And we've gotten through the first boss level, which was really cool. And that one, one person could be in charge of flipping the entire time and everyone else just has to sync up to them, which is really cool. But... No, no, it was. It's definitely very different. There's definitely no game on the Switch that has this kind of multiplayer. It's and also so a,
0: weird that it never was on Nintendo system before, since it's multiplayer oriented. It's only. on I don't know why. Right? Yeah.
1: Well, because like everything is super zoomed out. Hmm. Like because it has, you see the entire play area, and since you have four people, you could go really far apart. But on the 3DS, it'd be way too tiny. Like ah, it would not okay. work at all. Yeah. Well, I was thinking more hard, like Wii U. I, th- I think that's but... the only reason. Yeah, I don't know why it wasn't on Wii U. Yeah. Because but...
0: you can even use the gamepad as like kind of a viewfinder for the big zoomed out. Yeah, Wii. they could have yeah. done
1: that. But, yeah. So, so that's, like, I mean, I would definitely recommend that. Just because it was really fun. There's a, there is a competitive mode to it. But for that one, you can't switch whenever you want willy-nilly. You have to collect Switch tokens. I mean, it makes sense. Otherwise, they'd break it. But So, so would you say basically
0: buy it for a camion and the other stuff is bonus?
1: Yeah, and if you've never played the other stuff, it's then, great, then yeah. it's also like really, really great. And at that
0: point, twenty bucks for all those games. Is I mean, good. it's
1: definitely one of my favorite WayForward games besides the Shantae. I mean, I I'll, don't I'll think we've WayForward has released a game I didn't like, so we'll kind of leave it at that.
2: Did WayForward do uh, that Mummy? Yes, yeah. Mummy Demaster. Mummy Demaster.
1: Did you play that? They also did Contra Four. Did, did you, you play, did you oh, play uh, D Master? Uh, Mummy Demaster? No, Master? Mummy Demaster. It's on my list of games to get. I just never got around to it because I don't know. Just never did. But I mean. They did a nothing job with Contra Four, so I don't see why this game wouldn't be any good. Yeah.
0: Contra four is really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And also
0: let's really quick acknowledge, every time you said switch, Kevin snapped. <laughs> like oh, every I did? time that entire time. Yeah. It was really I I don't know if the mic picked it up. I was like, yeah, you know, like, I heard that like, content right there. Like, that's what? why Third Chair is back. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was like I
1: was like, what is that? Like Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize it was it. Yep. Um Yeah, the other game I've been playing is oh, yeah, Astro, Astro Bears. Game. So that one is I don't know if any of you played super Stardust hd but or mario galaxy which i guess makes more sense because it's a nintendo podcast so it's like if you took the running around planets of mario galaxy and swapped that out with tron bikes so replace the tron bikes with bears for some reason and that's pretty much it that's literally it it's just a multiplayer game it's kind of like in the same vein as like towerfall and those other kind of well towerfall has a lot of other stuff going on, but it's like those other multiplayer games where you're just like you play playing for a few minutes and you move on to the next one. It's, it's interesting, like, it's, like, a, it's, a, it's a fun addition to the rotation. Like, we'll play Astro Duel, we'll play I forget what else they play, Ultimate Chicken Horse, and some other ones. Like, we'll play this one too. Like, so it's are a, there are
0: two questions one or one's a comment, one's a question. One, it's different from those other games in that you, I watched a video, so clearly I'm an expert. I watched all 45 seconds of it. Um, you actually have split screen. It's not all one shared oh, screen. Oh no, yeah, but, I mean, it's not a it, globe. You're all having your own. But it, it feels the
1: exact same gap. Like oh, it's yeah, not a game yeah. you're not going to play yeah. for hours on end. It's I, a game I, you're yeah, going to play. I mean, it would
0: be. But I do have a question, which is: Is there depth besides just you're cutting off other bears as your little bike thing? There's or equivalent? options. Like, are there well, items? Are there modes? So, are there, like, what, what, I mean, there's three. What's
1: there. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty much that's all you're doing. You're just like trying to be the last bear standing, and you can make it so that the trail you leave behind is finite. And you could also change the size of the planet, but you could also make it so it's infinite, hmm. which is definitely the way to play because then eventually the difficult crazy is, tunnels yeah. and you could jump, you can hover, you can dash, which change it up a little. You could just like bounce the entire time to make it annoying for everyone else so, to so get the, the through. Jump
0: make the trail actually go up or yeah, is there a does. gap. Oh,
1: interesting. so that means you have to sometimes watch out for jumps because sometimes jumping will mean you crash into so someone else. Depth
0: versus Tron, where it's all flat. I thought you could jump in Tron. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, I mean, I guess there's ramps, sense. but yeah. I yeah. mean, it still follows their trajectory right, right, or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, so I mean, there's that. Just survival mode. You could do it in teams of two versus two. You can also do what literally is just snake. You know, like when you grab an apple and the snake grows. Yeah. There's that. So there we, are there
0: apples in snake?
1: They're supposed to be. Huh. Um, it was literally just a pixel. Yeah, there's a square. On my, dad's, on my
0: dad's... Uh,
2: Nokia well, the, yeah,
0: I was just like oh it's a square that multiplying into other well, squares in the, in the, the title screen it's are
1: it's an, an
0: apple. apple this is and when they also upgraded what did you like blow your mind with before oh Walkman Game, Game Boy, Boy yeah. yeah this is that, that this is that for me right now that's an apple
1: um, but instead of apple there's fish with rockets wait is it I an so apple
0: know? because it it started on Nokia and Nokia was trying to Oh, I know they didn't have an no, iPhone No, it's because
1: yet. of the... You're like 10 years <laughs> too early, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because of the whole Ian thing, you know? Yeah, I know. I was trying
0: to think of some weird dig at Apple because I wanted to make it more than it was.
1: <laughs> oh, well, instead of apples, you have these fishes with jetpacks and you just like chase after them. You get a fish, your trail extends, and you just keep doing that until you die and that's pretty much it there's no online multiplayer there are different bears with different stats like you can change the turning radius uh-huh. how fast their jetpack recharges. like they just manipulate all the yeah. I mean yeah you have like six different bears one of the bears has pretty bad stats but he's the only one that has that has to take two hits to die so
0: so it's worth bearing it out I
1: don't know cause I feel you're better you off getting five me for that one? no? I know why no. I joined this <laughs> <laughs> I feel you're better off just picking the bear with the better turning radius but I mean, it's a fun game. It's the def- I don't know. I feel like it's... Man, is it worth seven bucks? Oh, seven dude.
2: bucks? That's not too bad. That's not that bad. Yeah, yeah it I- is. I-, I was thinking, like, it was, like, 15, 20, no, ma- seven maybe. F- well, the weird
1: thing bit. is that this game, I remember it came out, like, around the time that the Switch came out. It was, like, one of the first games, and it was, like, two bucks. But I remember it was... Oh. What? But I remember it had, like, a chop your frame rate. It was, like... Oh, okay. So, it had, like... doesn't w- sound right. It's it cool ha- had, like, updates. way less modes, and... Then recently, like, this one was getting advertised as, like, a recently released, And I'm like, oh, they actually cleaned it up and added way more stuff. And
2: It was think, probably in early access. Yeah, I, I, I'm,
1: they probably even got rid of the original version from the eShop. Yeah, like, it's, it's not prepared. there. Yeah. I'm
0: looking it up because I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, because it was also called Astro Bear, so. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm.
0: yeah. I wonder if, if you bought... 2017, summer 2017. I
2: wonder if you sure. bought that version you got this version for free.
1: Maybe. Did I have to buy Minecraft twice? I Do you don't think
0: know. they were like. I'm sorry in advance. Do you think they're like. We know that first one was unbearable, so we made a new one?
1: That's no, too easy. You can like, just disconnect yeah, my Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, so that's Astro Bear. I feel like I literally just killed the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so that's Astro Bear. What have you been playing, Kevin? I won't make any puns about it, I promise. So Jeez. I have this complicated
2: uh, relationship with a little game called. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild.
0: Oh right, you sort of alluded to this before. Yeah. Uh
2: so that uh that trailer for the sequel actually bummed me out a little bit because the because it looked really cool mm-hmm. and then the end, the title card of the sequel to oh. Breath of the Wild is being developed, and I didn't really like Breath of the Wild. Um Why? In four 400- hundred words or less <laughs> uh I just it just felt way too empty for me
0: oh okay that's fair that's much fewer than 400 words
2: it just felt way too empty for me weapon uh degrading oh god the weapon degrading is that's very annoyance. is uh, it just I just hated it mm. and I got to the it's first nice of, first
1: attempt for Nintendo at an open world like that though
2: yeah absolutely uh and then I got to the first Divine Beast, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this for three more. Right, you don't have to though. I no, just yeah, <laughs> you, no, yeah, no, yeah, Divine yeah, Beast. yeah. That's yeah, the beauty of the yeah, truly yeah, open you, world of the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, now
0: available on Nintendo Switch.
2: You, you absolutely don't have to, but this the, being their first attempt at, a, at an open world Zelda game, I was like, well, I want to play maybe the way that that the developers that the Nintendo like, intended <laughs> that intended, but I just couldn't get into it, so. That trailer looked super cool, then it said it was a sequel, so I was like, all right, let me give this game one more chance. Um, maybe about four hours into it, and it, it still just hasn't hooked into me the same way that that Twilight Princess did, the same way that Wind Waker did. Hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, those are thing more true to their formula, though. I'm hoping the sequel, like, I mean, maybe they're good at taking feedback. Maybe they'll actually, like, address all the issues people had. Maybe it would be a completely different game that didn't say it to be open world. So. Yeah, yeah, we had all
0: sorts of theories when it was first announced. Yeah, so but like, what well, if it's like actually like not as open world? What well, if it's co-op? If of, it's well, it's but like I, it's I feel not. like
2: I feel like it absolutely is just because they they specifically call it a sequel to Breath of
0: the Wild. Or that's just because they want to sell. That's because the plot will continue. That's because it's using the same engine. That's because not
2: necessarily. They they could have easily just said the next Legend of Zelda game is in True. development.
0: But it could be as much of a sequel as Majora's Mask was talking about time. Which... True. Are and, pretty different. That definitely a sequel. Or A Link Between Worlds was to A Link to the Past. Which is also... Like, they have some similarities, but they're really different. Yeah, so... Uh, just give you a little
1: hope. true? Zelda sequels are usually... Zelda
0: sequels... So, I, I made this point on the podcast we talked about, but Zelda sequels are when Nintendo goes, okay, we established the thing, let's get weird now. And then they just get... They just go... Whatever weird... It's like when Mario Galaxy 2 came out. There's like, all the wacky ideas that didn't make the cut the first time, here we go. So, Zelda's usually are... Strange for the sequels. Like, I like the strange.
2: Like currently, I am way more excited for uh, Link's Awakening I'm than so than I am happening. for for this Breath of the Wild sequel. I do, I pro- I don't think that I'm probably going to get too far into Breath of the Wild again. Right. Uh, I'll probably do a different Divine Beast than the one that I did. Just see if it if it somehow clicks. If, if something clicks, but I don't know that that game was. Pretty disappointing to me. And I know a lot of people love it, and that's fine. It just, it just didn't your personal. Take. It just didn't hook into me the same way Red Dead Redemption Two didn't hook into me. I love the first Red Dead Redemption game, and the second one just didn't do it for me either. So interesting. Yeah, I'm just full of hot takes. It's weird. Like, Sonic Adventure Two like, is better than Sonic Adventure One. I feel like
1: the way <laughs> I feel like the way people play. Yeah, like that's not uh, hot like, take. That's just the truth. I feel like the way, like the kind of player you are, like also, I don't know. Breath of the Wild, is, it, for that reason, like he, he said, he wanted to play it like yeah. the way they thought intended, but. Like, me being me, I was like, I, I just want to get to the end. So right. that gave me the best experience I could have asked for because I didn't have to do any unnecessary exploring. I just went straight for Ganon's Tower. Mm-hmm. And I got the... It was hard as hell, if you can imagine, because I had, like, nothing, like, no armor. Very no. very ill-prepared for that battle. Yeah, I had to, like, I yeah. had to deflect missiles with a pot lid. And, I mean, it worked. But like I, we all? Like, I eventually, like, took me a bunch of trust but I eventually got to beat it. And then one of my one of my brother-in-law, that like, he... Every gripe he had about the game was something that me just playing through the end addressed because he was saying that the final boss was too easy and that uh, everything was, yeah, there wasn't, yeah, I guess the game was just too easy. That was just right. big a big pain. It was just really easy. And I'm like, oh, like, it definitely wasn't easy for me, but that's just because I played at that game. Right. But then again, that's the difference between his playthrough of like 40 hours versus mine that was just like 10, maybe less.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, my original playthrough for that first Divine Beast, I think. I played about 10 hours of it.
1: Actually, it definitely wasn't 10 hours. It was like five. But You beat
0: Zelda in five hours. Well, I guess... Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they mind. could. But yeah, then I went yeah. back and then... Yeah, because then you but, built in the world. Well,
1: because yeah, now I'm doing heroic mode and then now I'm actually like talking to every single NPC and I stopped playing after... I didn't even get to that the first of That
0: just sounds tedious.
1: Yeah, but I'm like, all right. Heroic mode might maybe make it better, but...
2: Yeah. Did uh, you guys see the video of uh, Polygon posted? Of oh. the guy who made 87
0: Breath of the Wild recipes. Oh, no, I, did, I, I did watch that. Is it the... the guy who also made his own poker wrap? Is that that something? Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Brian, Brian, Brian David Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, he, he cooks. He's great. Yeah,
1: they took some shortcuts, but they had to. Yeah, but... they had to. Well, yeah,
2: for the time span. His <laughs> yeah. reaction to. Uh, A lot of things
1: didn't have salt, basically.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they were basically like. So the way that this works is we're going to taste everything, and then we're going to grade it on hearts. So if it's really good. Uh, you know, on yeah. a uh, scale from one to ten hearts. Yeah. But if it's really bad, obviously negative hearts. Right. And uh, did anything get positive hearts? No, there's a bunch of stuff that got. Okay. The, really. The, good. the fried bread that they made apparently was the best thing that they made.
0: It's hard to mess up bread. I like to think.
1: A lot of their chowder stuff was really bad.
0: Yeah. I. That does not their, surprise me. Their <laughs> steamed. Their All reaction steamed.
2: to when they when they reveal their steamed fish. I was laughing for like yeah. five
0: minutes straight. But <laughs> well, for those who haven't seen it, I'll hunt down a link to this video. And we'll throw it on the blog post so you guys can all check it out. Shouldn't it's,
1: be hard to find. I'm nice. sure if you type. Yeah. I'm just like, cooking, so, yeah. yeah listen, you, listen, guys, go I'm gonna the...
0: search high and low. I'm gonna hunt it down. I'm gonna go into the jungle and fetch it, and I will put it on the blog post. <laughs> you should watch that video. It's really, I, it's I, I, I it's definitely definitely really it. Yeah. His poker rap was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Pokemon, actually, speaking of things that we haven't. Talked about a while or revisiting. Um, it's been a while, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna talk about Pokemon Go real quick. Um, oh boy, yeah. So my playtime with the game, I used to talk about it a lot on the show, and I played it a lot. But my playtime with the game actually dropped for most of the summer because the group of coworkers I tended to play with weren't as active as they used to be. And now, and what I can only assume is Niantic spying on me and seeing I don't have people to play with. They introduced a the whole like cool little solo mode thing with Team Rocket and some new gameplay mechanics. It, they're so. Go Rocket, right? Team Go Rocket, that's correct, yeah. So um, I I should actually back up a bit first. Um, The game's always had some level of single player. Obviously catching Pokemon's a solo affair. You can try and take down a gym on your own if you want. It doesn't always work. But um, from day one, the pitch for Pokemon Go has always been that the game is about getting outside. It's about walking around. It's about being social, meeting people. And that's great when you have people to play with. And it's so great that they managed to download download count for Pokemon Go is now over a billion. That's a billion with a B. So clearly it's working. I'm not saying it doesn't work. The problem is, if your group loses interest in the game, you have significantly less you can do. Like, sure, you can go try and make some new Pokemon friends. That's what Niantic wants you to do. But you really have to be driven. You need to go find a group online. You need to coordinate a meetup time. Or you need to set aside time on community day and go out. And you're always running the risk of this is a real thing that happened in Japan. You're running a risk of getting punched in the face repeatedly by a 43 year old man because you took his Pokemon gym. That's an actual thing. The police had to be called. Uh, so there's always, you know, variables. I mean, obviously the dude getting punched in the face is not a real concern. But my point is, there's not a lot to do solo unless you want to just hope for the best on your own or just battle your team leader CPU character and train up. And that doesn't really. That just feels a bit flat. So what I was excited to see was this whole new Team Rocket mechanic, Team Go Rocket, that uh, came into play. And I'm happy to report it. It's pretty cool. I actually like it a lot. So there's a number of changes in the typical Pokemon Go routine that came out of it. Um, first, they actually now have other trainers visible on the map. So when you go, what, basically what happens is Team Rocket will take over Pokestops, turn them black, and then have a Grunt standing next to and As you come up on the Pokestop, he sort of appears on the map. It's it's super racist you <laughs> you walk up you spin the stop as normal keep politics out of my Pokemon game I know keep Pokemon politics free come on people but uh, yeah it's you, you walk up you spin the stop as normal um, and then after collecting the items you're given the opportunity to battle this, this grunt who may or may not be a racist trope in my Pokemon game and um, yeah you don't specifically know what Pokemon they have going into it but they have sort of one liners of dialogue that's hint what it is you know dumb things like this is gonna leave you burned it's like okay so they have fire types so I should get water types cool But uh, then you pick a team of three, as you would for any normal PvP trainer battle, and you hop into a battle with the grunt. They're all CPU controlled, obviously, but what makes it more than just a boring tap fest is Niantic actually changed how player versus player and player versus rocket battles work. So instead of just hammering the attack button to build up a powered-up move and then hammering it harder to use that powered-up move, you now swipe a lot. It's basically like... I don't know if you guys have seen any Harry, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which is Niantic's other game. I or saw
1: ever. someone playing it on a bus. Really?
0: Because I, I feel like that game has no buzz compared to what Pokemon Go had a few. Oh,
1: yeah. no. Not on a bus. On a queue for the Harry Potter line at Universal Studios. Okay, well, that
0: that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that, that, makes changes, sense. that changes my reaction entirely. But So, I don't know if you saw one here playing it, but everything you do is involving swiping and making no, yeah. gestures. So, it, they sort of brought some of that. The map
1: was like, oh, okay, that looks familiar. But yeah. everything else was completely... Yeah, so
0: they brought a little of that to pokemon go with the new trainer battle system that they use for go rocket in that you power up an attack you do the attack and then depending on what type of attack it is you have different sets of icons and different shapes you need to basically tap as quickly as you can or swipe around as quickly as you can so like some will be zigzag some will be circle some will be kind of like a winding snake and that sounds very whatever it's not a huge amount of extra depth over just minusly tapping, but it varies up enough that it did actually feel more engaging, and it did actually kind of make the battles against the computer more fun. Um, I mean, you're basically just swiping as fast as you can to max up the attack. So even if you don't do very well, and you're only half paying attention, you still do some damage, but I found that you really do need to fully do it if you want to actually beat Team Rocket. So there was like a reward at the end. And they still have the whole, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the uh, trainer battles, but they do have the whole mechanic of, oh, you have two shields, you have to pick one and use them be strategic. So that's still there. This is just on top of that. Um, and then once you win battle, which I'll admit actually was a bit harder than I thought it would be for fighting a computer. And that's coming from a level 32 player, so it's not like I'm like new to this. But no. um, well, <laughs> 32 out of 40, guys. I'm, I'm in the upper echelon. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you 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 beat them, you get a chance to catch the Pokemon, much like after winning a raid. You get um Premier Ball, you get a certain number based on how you did and then you try and catch this Pokemon that Team Rocket had with the Premier Ball. The twist is this Pokemon's a shadow Pokemon, so it has a cool little glow, and then when you catch it, you can leave it shadowy, or you can purify it, and it gets boosted stats over a regular version of that Pokemon. Reminds me of uh, Colosseum. Yes. It, it, yes. Yeah, yes, isn't that the whole thing? You
1: purify Pokemon? Yes, yeah. I
0: think that's what they're riffing on a little. It's the same glow, too. Now that you know Oh, really? It, or very mm-hmm. similar. But yeah, and that's pretty much the gist of what they're doing. But what's kind of cool is it's, it's basically a hybrid of raids and battles, um, but it has a huge bonus, at least I consider it a huge bonus, of so being something I can actually go play on my own. I don't need to rely on a group. I don't need to time it. I can just go. Nope. Fine intended. And it may, it may not sound like much, but I, I found that actually did kind of hook me on it again. Like, I'm actually kind of checking for Pokemon, for Pokestops, seeing if their Team Rocket take takeovers or not. Like, I was with you, Angel, and some friends on oh, Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah. we knew and, you were playing. Yeah, so there was one hour where they had every Pokestop beat Team Rocket, and I was like, oh, I gotta do this. And I was just like, I never like doing that. I, I can never completely ignore people when I'm like out with friends. But I just in like totally. Oh, you didn't thirsty. ignore us. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I update you every step of the day. Yeah, but um, and I think Niantic honestly they know. Think we were all doing it together, except only me. But I think uh, I think Niantic knows that there's some hope to get people rehooked with this. Like this can bring in laps folk like myself because they've been marketing this a lot harder than other Pokemon Go stuff. I mean. They had a fake social media takeover. They emailed out, like, a Team Go Rocket manifesto to all the players. They I'm not kidding. They did a... It was a little cheesy. That's a little too much. A little. They did a thing in New York where they had these people dressed up as Team Rocket actually, like, run around and, like, tag Pokemon Go billboards and stuff. And they were, like, reporting on social media and they had people, like... They had, like, a, a plane... I'm not making this up. They had a plane flying over New York City with a banner on it that said, like, we need to stop Team Rocket and, like, had the Pokemon Go logo. And it was... That's it was a little, not a... Especially in New yeah. York. No, I think most people rolled their eyes at it. But the point is, like, they don't do marketing like that for any other features. Like, they really have hope in this. And I think, I genuinely think if you enjoy the individual aspects of Go, you'll like this. It's like, funny, it tracks... I have, like,
1: zero interest in even trying. Well, you have to
0: enjoy all the individual aspects, that's what I'm saying. If you if you like every piece of Pokemon I mean, Go, I,
1: I've grown enough to like Go to play it almost to... every day, but...
0: You should try because it basically fast tracks all the stuff you can do normally, but lets you do it solo and lets you get all the. It just, it just seems like a. But you're more about collecting than battling, so. Yeah,
1: I just want to catch them all. Like I don't i don't even think I've done a single. No, I did one trainer battle when they first came out just to see what yeah. they were about. But I mean, to that end, and if that you it.
0: if you don't care about the stats of Pokemon, you just want all the Pokemon. There's no purpose. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you don't care about the raids, no, you don't that, yeah. care about the gyms. Yeah. But if you're someone that does, dabble well, I mean, I have to care about aspect, the
1: raids because that's the only yeah. way to get some Pokemon. But I mean,
0: if, but, if you dabble in all aspects of Pokemon and like all aspects of Pokemon No, yeah, Go. I think seems like a nice addition. It's a cool but... way that it all comes together. So I would recommend checking it out. They're actually adding more Shadow Pokemon all the time. They just did Magikarp and Scyther and a few others, like seven or eight others. So, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. If you've played Pokemon Go and you liked it and you're kind of like, is this worth my time? Try it. It's, it's, it's nice. <laughs> and I think, unless there's any other games to talk about, that might be it for this episode. It was a long one. So happens when you add a third chair. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to be back on August 18th for our next episode um should be a good one we're gonna I think have impressions of Wolfenstein Youngblood on Switch from who? from us because the you fine guys are folks, you guys are buying it? no the fine folks at um, Bethesda actually sent us a copy with co ops. So, Kevin, would you like to? I, it's like, I feel like I'm proposing you, and like, Kevin, would you like to join me in coffee? We'll figure out the logistics. But yeah, they were very nice to give us a copy uh, via email, so we're going to check yeah, that you, out. You, you two are the ones that, that just...
1: enjoyed the Doomed and the. Yeah, yeah so and so. you I, actually played the first yeah, right? Yeah.
2: Wolfenstein 1 and 2 are yeah. both great games.
0: Yeah, so we'll definitely cover that next episode along with whatever news there is, whatever other games, whatever, whatever two other hand games dilemma. we're playing. <laughs> Um, what? Two-hand disaster? Oh, yeah, a dual-hand disaster. Yeah. That's Yeah, that's... Um, I'll be playing that one. Yeah, so we'll have a lot of games to talk about. Um, best way to make sure you don't miss it, you can follow and subscribe. We're on Twitter, at Ram Nintendo. We're on all the podcast apps of, your, of any... If you use one, we're there. I mean, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, TuneIn, Spotify, YouTube. Our channel is RamNintendo.com. There's probably like seven more I'm not thinking of. Um, we're in your infotainment system, if you have a car that has Stitcher, where you can literally look us up in your car. Um and you can also a us individually. I'm JSR7 on Twitter. Angel Wero on Twitter. W e i r o underscore o. And Kevin, you are uh, K V N Gomez. That's right. Okay. I don't know why well, I'm the like most straightforward yet. one. Yeah, I, I just I'm I'm just out of habit used to saying ours, and I was like, wait, what is yours? But yeah. So there you go. That's our show. We'll be back in two weeks. Does anyone want the last? word Well, that's our last. word